of the iHeartMedia Complex on WTKS-FM HD1. Coco Beach, Orlando. Available anywhere you go on the iHeartRadio app. Download it now. Groundbreaking. Critically acclaimed. How you doing? And now, The Phillips File. All right, here we go. Hold your ears, folks. It's showtime. Oh! Yeah, it is. Hello there. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome. It is the start of the Phillips File. This one from Monday. That's Monday, July 23rd in the year 2018. Good afternoon, everybody. My name is Jim Phillips here once again to take your phone calls and listen to your stuff, whatever your stuff might happen to be. News and current events, enough of that uh, going on. Uh, We'll talk about your life. Feel free to talk about mine. And of course, we'll find many other things to discuss. We always do. So take part. In the most listened to, the most popular, the most widely heard, the highest rated radio program of its kind in the state of Florida. Pick us up on iHeartRadio. Go to realradio.fm. That's our website. Check that out. Send us a text on anything at any time. That's Real Mobile 77031. I promise we will read it. We'll look at it. We'll review it and then decide whether we would like to use it on the air. That's Real Mobile 77031. On the phones, however. Long distance, toll free, one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. For those of you in the metro, four zero seven nine one six one zero one zero four one. Mo's here. She's got news. Sometimes hey, uh, it's just a brain uh, fart. Sir. Happens yeah. when you get older. Uh-oh. Mo's here. She's got news in that's, a couple of minutes yes, or so. Right. And Jack is with us. Pinkman is here as well. Later in the program, right after the news with Mo, that bonus round of closest to the pin. Your opportunity to win that. You met a business card. That will guarantee you good fortune for the rest of your life. Followed by Jack's audio file. Monday movie review today with Wanzi and Doug. I think uh, Doug might be gone again. Mm-hmm. Memory serves me correct. Right. But anyway, um, we'll have closest to the pin the regular round. Stephen Kramer, attorney at law, comes in at 6. And then we'll find some drive home music for you, the PPT, to wrap things up at the end of the program. So uh, the cedars of Lebanon are dying. But other than that, how about those lions? Anyway, moving right along. Well, we can talk about the Stand Your Ground story. This one out of Clearwater. Videotape is out there. Uh, Clearwater man who fatally shot a father of three in an argument over a disabled parking spot will not be arrested because of Florida Stand Your Ground law. This is a surveillance video of the incident. Have you seen the video? Yeah. Yes. Shows uh, Michael Dredjka, uh, 47, shooting Marquise McLaughlin in the chest during a fight over a parking spot Thursday afternoon. That's not, well, it is, but it isn't quite correct. The time of the shooting, the dead man's girlfriend, Brittany Jacobs, was sitting in her car in the disabled spot outside a convenience store. And the uh, Pinellas County Sheriff says within, quote, within the bookends of stand your ground and within the bookends of force being justified and blah, blah. So he's not going to make an arrest. I think the state attorney's office could still look into this and determine whether charges can be filed or whether there at least should be a hearing where Mr. Uh, Dredjka would have to uh, at least convince the court that he is covered by stand your ground. But anyway. 
I've seen the video, and this story can go a thousand different directions. I mean, a thousand different directions. I think what you have to consider nowadays is uh, at any time, anywhere, anybody can have a gun and they can turn it on you, use it on you, for whatever reason. Just figure everybody's got This is something some. that yeah. uh, you just have to, yeah, unfortunately, that's, that's, unfortunately, in the United States, that's the world that we live in now. Everybody, it seems, you have to, you have to think to yourself, everybody has a gun. Sad. And at any moment in time, that, that person could use a gun on me for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. Flick somebody off in traffic. You know, you need to give them the finger. It's just happened for, for ever since people have been driving cars. Yeah. You know, you get the finger, this, that. Right. You get them, but now, all, all bets are off. Mm-hmm. You know, they can shoot you. I mean, whatever. Now, Golly. this started because they parked their truck in a, in a handicapped spot. Uh-huh. If you look at the video, there are other spots that are open. Okay. So it started there. Sorry, first mistake. Mm-hmm. So then Mr. Dredjka, you know, the parking lot police. Second mistake. And we've all been, we've all been there. We've all, we've all seen people who are, either somebody's taken up a parking spot, a uh, handicapped space, right? Mm-hmm. Or somebody gets out of a handicapped spot and they, you know, literally jog into the store and go, what the hell's that? And we want to, I guess in some cases, people have said things to people. Or you say, geez, I think, you know, you under your breath, say mutter, say mutter, mutter. Yeah. Or you see something going on. Yep. In this particular case, they park in a handicapped spot. Mr. Dredjka, for whatever reason, decides, well, he's going to give some lip to the girlfriend, he's I guess, of the guy the who parked the car who's in the conven- a truck who's in the convenience store, right? Second mistake. So he's giving her lip, mm-hmm. right? Yes. The boyfriend comes out of the convenience store. And unless I miss something, correct me if I'm wrong, unless I miss something, he didn't stop and say, what the hell's going, you know, you, it, it, you don't get that view of what, what the hell's happening. Mm. And then uh, he just he comes out of the store, rushes to Dredjka with both hands, pushes him to the ground. Mm. Here we go again. Now it escalates. That's third mistake. Dredjka pulls out a gun. I guess he's thinking in his own mind, whether you agree or not, he's thinking, now I'm in fear of my life. I don't have to flee. I don't know if this guy's going to come at me again, and he shoots him. Dead. Guy shoots him in the in the chest. Yes. He runs yeah. back into the convenience store. The guy who shot collapses, dies. <clears throat> wow. Um, I don't even know where you. I don't even know where you go with this. Uh, we can you can argue about the stand your ground law. You can argue about whether uh, you know. I mean, would you be in fear of your life if somebody came charging at you and pushed you? I mean. It wasn't a. It wasn't stop, argue, push to the ground. This was a double-handed push to the ground. Sure, Even yeah. so, though, then you say, well, is this uh, just? Am I justified then in pulling a weapon and shooting this person? You know, this goes in many, many, many different directions. All I am here to tell you is there are a lot of people out there with guns, and you have to consider no matter who it is, whether it's in the parking lot of the grocery store, whether it's on the road, whether it's this, that, or whatever. Nowadays, unfortunately, in this country, mm-hmm. you ought to consider that you got to take a couple of steps ahead and say, that person could be armed, and that person could take that gun and shoot me for whatever reason. That's a very sad commentary. Mm-hmm. I don't think he'll be charged because of the stand-your-ground law we have in the state of Florida. Now, you can argue whether it's good, whether it's bad. Mm-hmm. Same thing happened with the George Zimmerman case. I said right from the get-go, and I was proved correct. He's going to walk. He's going to walk. And he did. Because of that particular law. Yep. 
you know, you can you can approach this with a sense of morality, and you can approach this with a sense of what the law is. And, you know, we can say morally, well, you know, the lives are being taken here and that, but the law, the law will be Mr. Judge's best defense, because that's the way the law is in the state of Florida. Same thing happened with the George, I said right from the get-go, that George Zimmerman would walk because of the law. So we can go all over the place and talk about this and talk about that. Uh, so during uh, the Lions game, mm. you know, I'm switching channels. I'm just kind of going, you know, mm-hmm. going here, going there. And I started watching Jaws. For the umpteenth time? Hey, it must be running on a 24-hour loop. Every time I look, Jaws Wait, is on. Because of, it's because it's of Shark, Shark Week. Week. Yeah. yeah, okay. And, and it was on still, 4th of July it's weekend. Pretty damn, yeah. It's still a pretty good movie. You look at it, it now, and yeah. but it's still, it still holds up. I mean, the, you know, the way people dress, I mean, that's part of the attraction now because you're looking at something, what was it, 1975? Yes, sir. So you see the way, the way people dress and their hairstyles and this and that <laughs> uh, yeah. and whatever. But I didn't know that, what's the line, Pinkman, that Roy Scheider says when he's on the boat after, after the shark comes up? Uh, we're going to need, need a, a bigger, bigger boat. boat. That's an ad lib. That was an ad lib by Roy Scheider. It was not. It was not in the script. Hmm. Interesting. What were you watching? Pop up uh, shark where it would give you these little facts. (laughs) No, I no. I I wanted to check. I I was interested to know where it was filmed Uh because I couldn't. All right, California or did they go to New England? It was filmed in Martha's Vineyard, which is off Cape Cod Mm. in Massachusetts. Sign here. And, uh, you know, and then some other things, uh, uh, Robert Shaw, who plays uh, Quint, you know, the captain of the, the shark, uh, fisherman, shark killer, whatever you want to call him. The first scene, you know, when he's down below and you know, the doll's eye speech, the great yes. soliloquy that stands the test of time. I mean, it's a great, it's a great two or three minutes speech. The first time he did it, he was dead drunk. He was? Yeah, because Spielberg thought that Shaw might be a little bit more relaxed in telling that story, but I guess Shaw, who was a an alcoholic anyway, mm. was uh you know, three sheets to the wind when he did that did that take. Mm. And they had a they had a cut and said, This is no good. And they'd bring him back the next day when he was sober. And Shaw had a, Shaw actually apologized <laughs> oh. to Steven Spielberg for for being so drunk oh. on that first take. What else? It's funny because what, in that scene when they're going back and forth and they're comparing injuries. Because they're drunk. Yeah, and you see that smile. Uh, and he's supposed to be drunk or at least drinking in that scene. Right. But it, it was like you, it was very well acted or maybe not. I think Robert <laughs> Shaw know? probably had a lot of experience. Yeah. I think he died of cirrhosis of the liver or something like that. But anyway, so uh, well, he was Jaws. Uh, now what? what are we going to go to war with Iran now? We might, yeah. Well, yeah. We, we, <laughs> Yeah, you know, after you make a tweet like that, what's the, what, what he can you can't how do you walk that back? I mean, so what if the Ayatollah or whoever's in charge there says, "Well, screw you and your in your uh and your capital letter tweet. I still think you're a red bastard and the United States is uh, can kiss our ass." Mm. Then what? Then it's a well, game on. Sorry. Is it game on? Mm. Because if it's not game on, then you say, "Well, what'd you send that first tweet out in the first place?" Right. Mm. Talk about Tiger Woods. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, I Tiger. Found, I found the bet. Explain to me where we are on this because I don't know the status. I bet, Jim, that within one of the majors, including the British Open, that Tiger Woods would finish in the top ten. Five. Six. No. Points. Five. 
Tiger will place in I the top. I thought you said you didn't know. Well, I wasn't sure if this was the last of the majors. <laughs> Is this one of the? No, there's one more next oh. month. The PGA Championship. Eddie okay. the Shaman calls me on Saturday or Sunday. Calls or... and leaves a voicemail and said, oh. "All right, who died? <laughs> hey, dude." And he never calls me. <laughs> he leaves a voicemail. Something, something's happened, or something's happened, and nobody oh, could forbid. get a hold yeah. of me. And they contact Eddie, and Eddie's Eddie. got to contact me. So I go to the like voicemail. Said, "Jeez, man, what's going on? Mm-hmm. There's some kind of." Drama, some major drama. Hey, brother, how you doing, Eddie? You know, I, you know, I never would bother your brother on a Sunday, but just want to let you know, Tiger is uh, leading the British Open. Oh, you're gonna like? Pay. Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Are you ki- you're call you're calling me and leaving me? I don't know. Maybe he doesn't add a text. I he probably his phone. He's no, he does. Did you ever see his no, phone? he does because he texted me oh, the oh, same oh. thing. Yesterday, I ran into the house. <gasps> I said. What did I say? Did you say you're My raping? life is now complete. Oh, oh, oh. oh, boy. I married the woman of my dreams. I love the dog that we have. Mm. And I made a dovetail joint by hand. Wow. Look at you. I've been trying nice. to do this for several years off and on to learn the secrets of making a dovetail joint by hand. No power tools, hand tools, hand saws, and chisels. And finally accomplished it. It doesn't look square from here. That's Did square, you check baby. It? That's square. You sure that's 90? That is ah, square. Look at you. That is 90 degrees, and that is a dovetail joint. It's Bravo. the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. She's got the news that ain't gonna bore ya. There's Moira, there's Moira, there's Moira. Oh, yeah. From around the globe to around the block, there's some Yeah, and the black guys rule over weight and that. Never mind. Uh, Let's get the news. Here's Mo. Here we go. Yes. Thank you, Jim. There it is. Yes. Um, We will start off with the stand your ground story. And it turns out that the man who shot the father of three in that argument in the convenience store parking lot, that guy, the shooter, will not even be arrested um, because of the he's claiming the stand your ground law covers him. Uh, 28-year-old Marquise McLaughlin, uh, his funeral was, and vigil, and all these kind of things was over the weekend. Um, there was a, a big rally with a couple hundred people there, and uh, they were they were none too happy about this, as you might imagine. Mm-hmm. You described the, the, the four mistakes that were made. One, they parked in a handicapped spot, and they're not handicapped. Two, he comes over and is the parking lot police. Three, the... The man uh, comes out and shoves the guy, mistake number three, to the ground, and, to the ground, and four, two-handed shove, and that's the third mistake. And the fourth one is, once on the ground, um, he shot the man dead. So uh, the, the community over in Clearwater is uh, quite agitated. It was just a series of, I mean, horrible, unfortunate, ultimately fatal events. Um, and they, the speakers criticized this decision not only not to make an arrest— but, of course, this stand-your-ground law, uh, you know, the NAACP says, oh, my God, it's a loophole. Well, they call, it is. call this thing that Many enables people is. to, you know. Anyway, so that's that's sort of where we are. we got to be ready at any moment in public 
that somebody's going to pull a gun on you. I'm not Yowie. telling you. Unfortunately, that's the mm. world that we that we live that's, in nowadays. That's ugly. You know, uh, before you could get in an argument, you flip people off, this, that, whatever mm. you go, you marry away. Well, that son of a bitch. You know, and do whatever. And, uh, and now it's... Not anymore. No. Don't start because just figure the person that you are antagonizing or, you know, starting up with... That person could shoot you dead. Even to a certain degree, justified. I mean, how many times have we seen, we've been in a parking lot, somebody pulls into a handicapped spot, you think, all right, okay, what's going on? And they jog to the front. Now, they might be legitimately have a whatever. Disability uh, who knows? Or they par- know. Who knows? Or they're parking in a handicapped spot mm. and they don't have a sticker. And you, you're thinking, to yourself, oh, let's say something about, well, some people do and some people don't. But now if you do, for whatever reason, uh, whether it's justified or not, there can always be that chance somebody's going to shoot you. Um, down in South Florida, when sometimes the, the condo uh, people get all up in arms and they decide to be sort of citizens arrest or vigilantes, you know what I mean? Like they want to speak up. And in, in Miami, it used to be called the condo commandos. You know, they would decide they were taking the law into their own hands. That's what this guy seems like he did. He decided he was going to give him the business. Well, I also wonder whether people say, oh, I got a little bit more courage subconsciously because I have a gun. Yeah, yeah. So I'm not afraid of anybody. So I'm just going to yeah. give somebody a piece of my mind, even right. if it's justified. Yeah. But in the back of their mind, say, yeah. well, I'm, uh-huh. I'm protected I'm here. here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm armed. Right. Uh, Locked uh, and loaded, Jim. It's a mess. Mm-hmm. All right. Now, the biggest threat when you go to the beach may not be Jaws. It may not be jellyfish, Jim, and it may not be a shark bite. The biggest threat now, apparently, are flying umbrellas. Yeah, it comes after you. Uh, He doesn't seem to be living until he bites you. I told you. Those black guys roll up and wait, and then uh, you hear that terrible high-pitched screaming. The ocean turns red. No, he said it's not sharks, it's not whales, and it's not jellyfish, Jim. (laughs) It's flying umbrellas. For the second time in two weeks, I told you the story Uh. last week, now the wind takes up this umbrella, and it has done it again. It has a cowboy. Jim, it's (laughs) impaled a person. What? Pretty good. Last week it impaled somebody, and this week it impaled somebody. Last week it impaled somebody in the leg, went right through their ankle. This week it impaled them in the chest. Oof. What? Yeah. Uh, so they have to figure out how to close up the umbrella and put them in an ambulance. Did and they hide. die? No, I don't think so. Well, no, they had goodness. to be flown to a hospital. This one was in Maryland. The other one was in New Jersey. And this is a problem. I went away with my kids a couple of weeks ago. We had an umbrella that indeed took off. You never know. The wind picks up and yeah, it's twirling around. Up. Yeah, this is now the around, thing. sticks you right in the chest <laughs> and it turns. What, and uh, seriously, Maryland? like, go. It, it, it jabbed her, this lady, right in the chest. They're screaming and She's sitting there minding her own beeswax, getting some sun. Sands turning blood red. And she gets stabbed in the chest. Uh, yeah. So it was an unattended umbrella, rental umbrella in a play. Anyway, so I just wanted to let you know. Nasty your... boogers there are than umbrellas. Hey. Yeah, that's right. Um, the condition of a man hit by a falling tree yesterday is not clear. Um, he and another guy, I guess, were moving furniture in Ormond Beach. It was pouring rain all different places over the weekend. Oh, nasty storm here. The yesterday. rain hit. Oh, yeah. The lightning hit the tree. The tree fell on these guys, and bam. Uh, well, got hit by a falling tree. Orlando could become the first U.S. southern city in the United States, right, to adopt the Trust Act. Which would assure law-abiding citizens they'll still get services from police huh. and the city, regardless of their immigration status. Oh, Cities like Philadelphia, Chicago, Boston already passed the Trust Act. Orlando city leaders are meeting today to decide if they will do the same. 
Um, so if you're a, a law-abiding citizen and, you know, regardless of your immigration status, you're minding your own beeswax, uh, the police will still help you, at least if the city passes that today. Um, and by the way, you mentioned rain. It was pouring over the weekend. Oh, awful. Uh, it's going Yesterday. to be just FYI from the National Weather Service. Yeah. Uh, it'll be a terrible rainy week all week long. They say because there's a front that has stalled on the Florida-Georgia line. Uh, yeah. Uh, they Pinkman's say favorite band. That's correct. The, some oh communities could have five to seven inches of rain in the next couple of days. Liar. Uh, what? You could say you could use anything for the name of band. Florida, Georgia. That's yeah. true. Call them five inches of rain. Uh huh. Let me take good. a little break. Mo's <laughs> got more news. Yeah. We got birthdays, the food, all that good stuff. Uh, Bonus yeah. round of closest to the pin at the top of the hour. It's the Phillips file on Real Radio 104.1. Lots of rain on the east side of the Tri-County area. Back to the news, the birthdays, the food. Here's Mo. Oh, let's start with the food. Mm-hmm. Today, July 23rd, and it's a great summertime day for this. It is National Vanilla Ice Cream Day. Jack's favorite. Mm-hmm. I'll yeah. take it. And I can't remember the last time I bought vanilla, but... Yeah, mm-mm. Uh, no. There's so many different things. I, now I'm all about the, the crunches and, and chunks of chocolate and mm-hmm. this and that and Today. cones. Vanilla ice cream day. Yeah, yeah. Just I'll saying, take it. All right. I just thought I thought you'd like it. Let's celebrate with some vanilla ice cream. Mm-hmm. Oh, come on. Okay. Soft serve. Oh, that's Ooh, a good yeah. Mm-hmm. You got the chocolate wax. You and that shell. Mm-hmm. Do you want chocolate wax? Then yes, you get chocolate wax. Mm-hmm. Oh, you mean... I should go get chocolate wax, no, or do you I'll say, get, no, I'm, no, 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 getting chocolate I'll wax. say, I will get chocolate wax. I'll be right back with four cones chocolate dipped. Oh, you know. With the shell, the magic shell? Oh, you don't want me to go? You're yeah. not going. There's right, no, where are you going to get that? Three, I'll four? Go. No, I'll go through well, a drive-thru. replace the cotton candy machine down there? They have them. All of these <laughs> fast food joints have them now. That's they have true. the magic shell? Sure. Uh, yeah. You don't know. Oh, yeah, yeah. a magic shell. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. McDonald's does. Mm-hmm. They have magic shell? Yeah. That ice cream? Yeah. It is ice cream there. I don't know. It's awesome. It's really good. That's oh, all I know. It is good. Uh, oh, who's calling? It's Mo? McDonald's. No. Is, it, is it Manson? <laughs> it's not. Yeah. It's, it's another one of those. Uh, wow. Watch him call. It's. Um, it says on my phone now. It says um, possible telemarketer scam? suspected yeah. scam and this and that and they still get through. Um, yeah. So but no I, ice I just push cream, no. Man. I just thanks. Push, nope. <laughs> Thanks for nothing, <laughs> yeah. India. The Miami Dolphins, Jim, are mourning the death of former head coach Tony Sperano. What happened to him? This is sad. At yeah. the age of 56, three days after complaining of chest pain. Ooh. Went to the hospital. Sperano they sent him home. The head coach in 2008, taking a team that had won only one game the year before. Should have gotten that nuclear to, stress test. To the AFC's championship. They fired him in 2011, but the Dolphins owner. See the one with the mustache? He had a mustache, and he always wore sunglasses because of an accident when he was young. I'll have to see a photograph of light sensitivity. Confusing him with somebody. He died. All of those NFL guys had mustaches. He didn't wake up on. He went to the hospital on Friday. They sent him home. He didn't wake up Sunday morning. Mm -hmm. Oh. Gasoline prices in Florida are dropping. AAA reports the statewide average for a gallon of regular is now down to two seventy five which is down a nickel from a week ago. West Mm. Palm and Boca is still the most expensive. Theirs is still two eighty five. Yep. The cheapest gas in, in the state is in Punta Gorda and Orlando, Tampa, St. Pete. So they're uh, getting near the airport. Punta Gorda is too... Yeah, I know. Yeah. Was it, $18 a gallon? It's not, but it's... it's you're listening all, to me right now, and you're a tourist. You're here on business. Don't get it down uh, there. Mm-hmm. Fill up before you get near those uh, gas stations right. near the airport. Mm-hmm. Pay right through the arse. <laughs> That's right. The AAA says oil prices are down, but the high summer driving demand and global supply concerns... 
could mean more volatility at the pump. So it could be every which way. But right now, yeah, it's you be, that oil price is very, very dicey. You don't want to do get too dicey. low. Oh, if it gets too low. Then uh, then it's not worth pumping oil anymore because mm-hmm. you lose money. And then people are laid off and then suppliers have to cut back. They have to keep the price of oil. Yeah. They have to prop it up a little? A little bit. Mm-hmm. have to keep it up there, but not too far up there. Mm-hmm. There was a deputy involved shooting over in Polk County, and a man is hospitalized this afternoon. Sheriff's office says a deputy was hit by a car during a traffic stop in Lakeland and then jumped in the car during a subsequent chase. They forced that car off the road in Auburn jail, and the driver got out of the car and the cops shot him. Uh, so there's that. That duck boat story? That's, That's awful. a terrible story. Yeah. I didn't even know there was such a thing as a duck boat, but these don't sound I've seen safe. it before, and I've always said to myself, I'm not getting in one of those. It was I've in been the. Uh, I don't You've know. been in one? Mm-hmm. I'm not getting in one of those. In Portland or somewhere in the upper left coast, yeah. um, they got in an accident on the road. Right. I remember, and there was a, a tragedy, but nothing yeah. nothing like this. Well, apparently, these boats, they have pa- plastic sheeting where, you know, where the windows kind of would be. Yeah. So when they hit these big waves brought on by hurricane-force winds, there was absolutely no way anybody could get out. Aye, aye, aye. They, 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 just, they don't look right. No. They don't look, no. quote, seaworthy to me. Like a duck. Or a boat. No, they just think, you know. Yeah. It could be a Navy SEAL to travel on one of those things. Well, weren't scared. they originally for military purposes? Yeah, they're a military-style yeah. boat. These things, I don't know if they're made to order or whether they're surplus. Now the companies. You know, it's a tourist thing, right? I mean, you yeah. get in there. Yeah. To, yeah, sure. They have them here or used to have them here. I don't know if they're still around. Right. Uh, Jim, uh, the Canadian telecommunication satellite is safely in orbit this afternoon after a successful launch from Cape Canaveral Air Force Station um, over yesterday at, at 1.50 a.m. A SpaceX Falcon 9 rocket carrying this Telstar 19 Vantage satellite lifted off at 1.50 Minutes later, the first stage booster landed on a SpaceX mm. SpaceX ship stationed in the Atlantic. This was the second launch of this new of block- Elon Musk's company. That is, yeah, you can get a rocket to land on its uh-huh. rear end, fifty miles go. offshore, uh-huh. but you can't get a Tesla three off the no. assembly line. Mm-mm. Why? Why does that anger it you? Ad- it ad- seems agitate. to anger you. It does seem to agitate you. Yeah, a little it would bit. anger me if I was a shareholder. Mm. But are you? Are I you? am not. Uh, all right. Well. <laughs> okay. No, it's because uh, oh, he's the great. Uh, he's the uh, great in- in- innovator. Elon Musk, yeah. He's the great technician. He's the one. Uh, leave it to him to come up with some kind of escape capsule. To uh, to bring kids out of a cave in Thailand. Mm-hmm. Everybody has so much faith in technology. Now you look at some of this stuff. Like, hey, yeah, he's got to sleep on the floor of his uh, of his assembly line in uh, in wherever they Arizona, California, mm. because he can't figure out the problems with the robots or something. Oh boy! Yeah, the robots. Stick to what you know. He knows that rockets. Oh boy. I don't know if you remember what the white-bearded husband of celebrity chef Paula Dean looks like. No. Santa. But here's how I'll t- what I'll tell <laughs> Does you. Does he look like a Confederate general? No. He actually... Oh, here's exactly you know what I mean? What, here's exactly yeah. what he looks like. Thanks. He was the winner of the Ernest Hemingway lookalike contest at Key West. No way. Yeah. Oh, no so I guess that tells us what he looks like. That's what he looks like. Ernest Michael Hemingway. Groover is his name of Savannah, Georgia. Ernest Hemingway, you gotta have the beard, right? He has a yeah. beard. The yeah. old Ernest Hemingway. Mm-hmm. When he was schizophrenic. He was victorious. Blew his brains out. Paula's yeah, husband. Paula's husband, Michael Groover. I think that was pre. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It might be, yeah. He was victorious in Saturday night's final round at Sloppy Joe's Bar, which is one of 
Hemingway's favorite hangouts, supposedly. The contest is a highlight of Key West's annual Hemingway's Days Festival. Which was really Sloppy Joe's. That's I mean, no, it was really Cotton Tony's. Oh, I don't know about that. That was, the, I think, the original Sloppy Joe's, wasn't it? Where Captain Tony's is? Maybe. Well, I don't know. But all I know is and this. And he was in Utah when he the, killed himself. The contest was held over Wait. the weekend. Paula Dean's husband, whose, name, whose real name is Michael Groover, he won. Uh, Paula said her husband has always been passionate about this competition, and this was his oh, ninth him. attempt to win it, and he won it on Saturday. Oh, you got to put on some weight, huh? I think he was always kind of stocky. Well, a lot of extra butter. Load up on the butter. You're married oh, butter. to her. You have to yeah. knock somebody out? No, he didn't say anything about that. <laughs> nope. Uh, a lot no. of machismo. Yeah, didn't he on. want to fight F. Scott Fitzgerald? Mm, I'm mean, not sure about any of that. That guy. Exactly. Great Gatsby. Write a better novel, jerk. Oh, boy. He's always jealous. The latest season Snows of, of, of Kilimanjaro. Sh- Big whoop. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. The, the show, the show, I don't know if you're familiar with any of the shows on the CW network, but the latest season of CW's Supergirl series yeah. is set to make history Why? after it was announced that the show would include its first transgender superhero. The role will be played by Nicole Maines, who made headlines after she won a discrimination lawsuit after her school refused to let her use the girls' bathroom. Producers say the character on Supergirl, Nia Nall, is also known as Dreamer, is a soulful young transgender woman with a fierce fierce drive to protect others. What's her superpower? I don't know. Not sure. Uh, Season four of Supergirl will begin on October 14th. First time ever on television history that a superhero is transgender. So that's good. I guess we're making strides somewhere, you know, mm. to be diverse. The Daily Show maybe hosts... Maybe she can change her gender. Mm. Oh, well... Maybe that's, that's her superpower. Her superpower, maybe. <laughs> it doesn't say here what her superpower is. The Daily Show... That's ho- Jim oh, at okay. Real Radio. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. The host of The Daily Show, Trevor Noah, could see some protests and boycotts during his upcoming tour of Australia. Why? Maybe we should ask Boomerang Bob to weigh in on this one. I'll get a hold of him later. I guess the mixed race, Trevor Noah, he's South African, right? And he's got a one black parent, one white parent. He is catching a lot of heat because of a, a stand-up routine he did five years ago in 2013 mm. in which he made derogatory jokes about Aboriginal women. Oops. The Australian Broadcasting Company reports that Trevor Noah has since yeah. backed away from those jokes. Because Australians have treated them so very well. Yeah. Well, Just because we colonize them doesn't mean we can't get upset. The Australian Broadcasting Company says that Trevor has since backed away from that, but he has not yet apologized. I mean, he hasn't done an Aboriginal woman joke in, in five years or something. A video of this routine, though, has cropped up and then been removed from YouTube, but that isn't slowing calls on social media to boycott Trevor's four-city oh. tour in Australia next month. So if we reach out to somebody, I will let you know that there's a big boycott and protest planned for uh, when Trevor Noah goes to Australia. Where's he going to perform? At the rabbit fence? <laughs> I don't know. Is that <laughs> real? Is that a rabbit. real thing? Yes. Yes. Oh, it is? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It doesn't keep the cane toads out. There. Matter of mm-hmm. fact, there's uh, a movie. I think, it, I think it's actually called The Fence. Mm-hmm. All about it. It's about the rabbit fence. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. You know, I see old video of what they used to do to rabbits in Australia. No, thank you. Um, the star, I don't know if you... Now that I said that, everybody's checking I want to see what that is, yeah. <laughs> no, you don't want to do that. The star, Rabbit Fent, Boomerang Bob. The star of Blackish. Yeah. Um, Anthony, Anthony Anderson Edwards. points. Mm-hmm. A- Anderson, not Anders. That's yes. what I said. Yes, that. Points. Mm-hmm. Anthony Anderson is under investigation for allegedly assaulting a woman. 
What? Someone told the LAPD oh earlier this year she was assaulted by Anderson last year, claiming it took place when they set up to meet business, uh, to talk about business opportunities, in quotes, air quotes here, around a year after meeting at an event she was catering for him. LAPD says that Anthony Anderson is a suspect in an active investigation, but it didn't say what for. A spokesperson for the 47-year-old actor says he unequivocally disputes these claims and has not been contacted as yet by the police. Uh, Yeah. Uh, Do you remember when Frances McDormand won the Oscar this past year? I do. For three billboards. Yeah, I sure Uh, do. And somebody swiped it. (gasps) What? Well, at the time, somebody swiped it and then I guess returned it. Yes. Uh, Yeah. So a preliminary hearing will be held this week at the L.A. Criminal Court building for Mm. the man accused of of stealing her Oscar from the table during a post-Academy Award Governor's Ball. Terry Bryant pleaded not guilty to grand theft charges and faces up to three years behind bars if convicted. Francis reportedly doesn't want to see him prosecuted. However, the Academy of Motion Motion Pictures technically owns the statuette and is listed on the police report as the victim. McDormand won the Best Actress Oscar for the three billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri last year. The thing was taken and then returned within short order. Is that so celebrities can't sell them? Probably. Like, they retain ownership. The Academy owns the Oscar. You can just have it. Right. So you get the statue with your name on it, but they can, like, recall it at any time, like send yeah. a repo crew to no, your home. I don't home, think they can do that. Break in. No. You want one of those, though. I mean, when you really think about You'd it. You'd like one? Who would we want one? can't show oh. it off. No. Mm-mm. Hey, hey, look at this. You're not Francis McDormand. Yeah, what Francis have- McDormand's Academy Award, dude. What are you doing there? Uh-huh. <laughs> well, you just, you know, you go to a trophy shop. And you just get a new plate to cover over her name with yours. Mm, that's a lot of work, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, yeah, but you'd have to make up really some obscure category because you could say mm-hmm. Jim Phillips, yeah. best supporting no, actor. Jim right. Phillips, right. best key grip <laughs> on Sunset Boulevard. I like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So make it a, a, a best boy grip, Sunset I Boulevard. I said anything for my birthday, however. Okay. A sequel based on a 1980s TV series is this week's top movie in the United States and Canada. What, uh, what's it's called that? The Equalizer 2, starring Denzel, or nearly Denzel Washington, earned more than $36 million about in its Equalizer. first week. The Equalizer 2. He kills people. What, like a Charles Bronson movie? I, I think so. Is it? Yeah. Just pissed off? Yeah. Angry yeah. man. Somebody Ooh. did something yeah. to his wife and children, so now he has to kill everybody. Yeah, he's yeah. The equalizing. Not far behind in second place is another sequel, <laughs> Mamma Mia, Here We Go Again. Ugh. That's the second one. Please. That's $34 bucks. Last week, uh, the top picture was Hotel Transylvania. That's Blech. in third place. Uh, yeah, Mama that was... That was one good. of them is about a woman who sleeps with three men and doesn't know who her kids are. Yeah, her, who her kid is. But I'm not sure which one. Her baby daddy, that one. That Ra- Hotel Transylvania? No. <laughs> Rounding out this week's top five are Ant-Man and the Wasp at number four and Incredibles 2 at number five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. A lot of numbers. The, yeah. The actress best known for portraying Mrs. Dubchek on Third Rock from the Sun has died. Elmer, I don't know. Did you ever watch Third Rock from the yeah, Sun? Yeah, I liked it. Funny show. Mm-hmm. Uh, the woman who portrayed Mrs. Dubchek died. Mm-hmm. Elmarie Wendell passed away from undisclosed causes. She was 89. Mm. Uh, I guess her daughter posted it on Instagram over the weekend. She played the landlord on the NBC sitcom. Yeah, kind of sort of you know, remember, anyway. yeah. Yep, she'd been on other things as well. Seinfeld, Murphy Brown, this and that. Anyway, she also provided the uh, voice, uh, one of the voices in the uh, Dr. Seuss. What was her name? Um, Elmarie Wendell. Her na- first name, Elle Marie 
El Marie. E L and then El Marie. El Marie. Oh Marie. Not O Marie. L E L Marie. El Marie what? El Marie Wendell. W E N D E L Wendell. Uh, yeah. So anyway, we mourn oh, the Wendell. passing of Wendell. Oh yeah, that lady. Yeah, you know where who she you recognize her yeah, face now? Ooh, yeah, she's in Fallout Four. Ooh. What? As whom? A voice. Oh, cool. That's a video game. Yeah, we play it because we're cool. Oh, in General Hospital. Oh, she's been a lot of yeah. NYPD are. Blue. Uh huh. Happy happy birthday today to a guy who, well, in my house, needs no explanation. Daniel Radcliffe or Harry Potter. Oh. Yeah. Uh, I'll pass. Okay. Oh, oh please. Man. Let's see. He's Come gotta, on. No, he's got. He's got to be thirty now. Nope. Thirty-two. 29. 29 is oh, right. Oh, I was so close. Oh, you were sorry. so close, Pinky. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, Woody oh, Harrelson. Wow. Uh, oh. Kapuya! 60. Too low. Ooh. Go 62? higher. 62? Too low. What are you going to do about oh, it? I can't do it. I can't do it. <laughs> I'm going to do it. 61. Uh, Jimmy's 57. What? I knew he wasn't. Uh, oh, wait, wait. Who are you thinking of? Woody Allen. <laughs> Oh my God! Uh, oh geez, Jack. It's Woody oh, Harrelson. Never totally mind. Different. <laughs> okay. Yeah, you guys are way over. Yeah, way, way oh over. Oh my God! Right. What else you got? Uh, how about Slash, the lead guitarist for Guns N' Roses? Oh, oh yeah. Believe it or not, he's fifty-six. So my birthday birthday. Slash over. is now fifty-four. Oh, you don't know. Double nickel fifty-five. Pinkman fifty-three. Yes. And ah. that's the lottie da. Just call me Moira. Good job, Mo. Thank you very much. Uh, we'll take a break. We're going to open up the lines. Going to open up the lines. Not gonna. Gonna's really not a word, but we say it all the time. Going to open up the lines. Mr. Pinkman will pick one of you at random to play against him in a bonus round of closest to the pin. You win. Good fortune for the rest of your life. You lose. Bad luck for 24 hours. Next on Real Radio 104.1. This season, you can hear Orlando City Soccer play on Real Radio 104.1 and FM 96.9 The Game. Go to realradio.fm slash soccer for the broadcast schedule and latest soccer news. And now, the Phillips File presents a game that is not about being right or wrong. Wrong! It's a game that rewards the lucky. Hey, everybody! We're all gonna get late! It's a game where you just have to be close. That's right! You've got that right! The game is closest to the pin! Let's go while we're young! And now, here's your ever-excited host, Jim Phillips! Hey, here we go. That bonus round of closest to the pin, James is on the line. James will play against Pinkman. If James wins, he will have good fortune for the rest of his life, so decided by the gypsy women. They've also decided if James loses, he will suffer 24 hours, at least 24 hours of bad luck. Mr. Pinkman, if you'll go to the soundproof booth, we'll bring you back in a couple of minutes to determine your handicap. Let's get this underway. James, how are you today? I'm doing good. How about you? I'm doing well, thank you. I have 10 questions for you, including the crow question at the end. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right, buddy, here we go. Count down for James. Three, two, one, begin. James, back to fire and fury. In a late-night tweet, President Trump threatened Iran to straighten up or else. What's the population of Iran? Uh, 30 million. I ran, you ran, we ran. The song Running with the Devil by Van Halen was released in what year? 83. The Devil in Miss Jones is an iconic porno film first released in what year? 75. 
Billy Paul recorded the song Me and Mrs. Jones. It was released in 1972 and runs how many minutes and seconds? Three minutes and 50 seconds. Paul Bunyan is a giant lumberjack in American folklore. He was first used in advertising by the Red River Lumber Company in what year? 1910. Talk about lumber. A cedar of Lebanon can grow to a height of how many feet? 120. What's the population of Lebanon? 12 million. Marlo Thomas, the actress, is of Lebanese descent. She married former talk show host Phil Donahue in what year? 1971. How old is Phil Donahue? 82. Get it within 25. You went outright. If Phil Donahue was a crow in Cleveland, his birthplace, he would have to fly how many miles to reach Dayton, Ohio? 85. Time. All right, there we go. Mr. Pinkman, he can come in. I need to have a problem at home, and I need to, I'd like your advice on how I should handle it. Is this immediate right now? No, maybe we could get to it later. All right, let me breeze through this, and we'll get to it. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Mr. Pinkman, 10 questions for you, including the crow question. We'll set your handicap by a roll of the dice. We set it at 18. Whatever you roll, that number, we will take off 18. That will be your handicap for today and today only. Come on, snake eyes. Oh. (laughs) Uh A nine. All right, there you go. Very good. Nine snake eyes. I have 10 questions for you. Countdown, please, for Pinky. In three, two, one, begin. Mr. Pinkman, back to fire and fury. In a late-night tweet, President Trump threatened Iran to straighten up or else. What's the population of Iran? 12 million. I ran, you ran, we ran. The song Running with the Devil by Van Halen was released in what year? 1981. The Devil in Miss Jones is an iconic porno film first released in what year? 1973. Billy Paul recorded the song Me and Mrs. Jones that was released in 1972 and runs how many minutes and seconds? Uh, Three minutes, 12 seconds. Paul Bunyan is a giant lumberjack in American folklore. He was first used in advertising by the Red River Lumber Company in what year? 1943. Talk about lumber. A cedar of Lebanon can grow to a height of how many feet? 26. What's the population of Lebanon? Uh, 5 million. Marlo Thomas, the actress, is of Lebanese descent. She married former talk show host Phil Donahue in what year? 1987. How old is Phil Donahue? He is 68. Get it within 25, you went outright. If Phil Donahue was a crow in Cleveland, his birthplace, he would have to fly how many miles to reach Dayton, Ohio? Uh, let's go with 83. Time? Oh, boy. <laughs> I've screwed up one of the answers here. What? That's okay. If it hurts Pinkman, it's good. <clears throat> oh. Back to fire and fury. Uh, bah, 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 bah. President Trump threatened Iran in a tweet. What's the population of Iran, James said? 30 million. And Pinkman? 12 million. It's 81 million. Oh, James. I ran, you ran, we ran. The song Running with the Devil by Van Halen, released in what year, James said? 83. Pinkman? 81. 78. Mm. Pinky. Pinky, yep. Devil and Miss Jones, an iconic porno film, first released in what year, James said? 75. Pinky. Pinkman? 73. 73, right on the money. Oh, Pinky, you're ahead. (laughs) Pretty familiar with that, are you? No. Billy Paul recorded the song Me and Mrs. Jones, released in 1972. It runs how many minutes and seconds, James said? Three minutes, 50. 
And Pinkman. 312. 442. Uh, James, he's catching up. Paul Bunyan, the giant lumberjack in American folklore, first used in advertising by the Red River Lumber Company in what year, James said? 1910. Pinkman. 1943. 1916. Ooh, now it's even, Stephen. Five to go. Talk about lumber. A cedar of Lebanon can grow to a height of how many feet, James said? 120. Pinkman. 26. 130. Oh, James takes the lead. They're dying. Dang it. Oh, Oh, boo. Yeah, climate change. What's, they've been around thousands of years. Mentioned in the right. Bible. Mm-hmm. And uh, now they're going toes up. I'm sorry. Not just because of climate change, but other reasons. Enough of the bad news. What's the population of Lebanon, James said? 12 million. Pinkman. 5 million. 8 million. Pinky is tied up again. Back and forth. Three to go. Marlo Thomas, the actress. She has of Lebanese descent, the daughter of Danny Thomas. She married former talk show host Phil Donahue in what year, James said? 71. Pinkman. 87. 80. Pinkman goes in the lead. How old is Phil Donahue, James said? Uh, 82. Pinkman. 68. Right on the money. 82. Oh, no. Oh, I knew it. He tied it and went ahead. Get it within 20. Yeah. Six. He's ahead? Six to five. It's six to five. James is in the lead over Pinkman. (laughs) Get it within 25. You went outright. If Phil Donahue was a crow in Cleveland, his birthplace, he would have to fly how many miles to reach Dayton, Ohio? Can't believe how close James said. 85 miles. 83. The oh. answer, Phil Donahue the Crow would flap his wings and have to travel a total of 213 oh, miles. Oh, you went the wrong way, Pinky. Pinky. So James wins 7 to 5. Good job, James. You'll get that card and have good fortune for the rest of your life. Thanks for playing that bonus round of Closest to the Pin. Remember, Ouch. close only counts in shoes. If you said 86 years, you would have won on time. Closest to the pin. Just so you know, you had to beat on time. Wow. Darn. So what's the problem at home? Uh, one of the snacks that I, you know, I always strive to eat more healthily. Yeah. My wife does everything she can to accommodate that and encourage me. And when I see those red seedless grapes, it's what I, she knows it's one of my favorite, uh, work snacks. They're tasty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They so good. this morning I'm getting ready. I cleaned off some, put them in. In a little container and bring them in here to share with my uh, my my work wife here, Mr. Pinkman. Oh, that's nice. And, and uh, what did you do? Eat them all? No, the we got the red part. We got the grape part. There's seeds in them. Let me see. Mm. Tiny little seeds. Yeah. Yeah, the tiny little. There's usually teeny. two or no, three. It in should each be one. seedless. No red seed. These aren't red seedless grapes. These are seeded. Damn it! It's not. This is not cool. It's good for you. Uh, Roughage. I don't like it. No, you don't. So now I'll we take have them this, if you don't want them. Well, we have this like you know saliva covered seed pile here. Yeah, and then if you eat the seeds, well, they you roll them around in your mouth and spit them out. Yeah, yeah. Isn't that yeah. what you're supposed to? What do? are the options? You're not supposed to swallow them. You'll have grapes in your stomach. How big are the seeds? They're tiny. Oh, they're, they're huge. They're pretty little. Have you never had a seeded grape? You sound like you just dropped off a mall. I'm not talking about cherry. I'm talking <laughs> about seeded grape. They're tiny little te- you want seeds. Some? You don't you have can't... to spit them out. I'll bring you some. Bring me one. They're annoying. Oh, they're not. Fun they are to annoying. Eat. Thank you. They, because if with, you bit too hard, would it break a tooth? No, your mouth. But you have on, a seed in up. your mouth. If you're outside, it's one thing you can just spit them wherever you want. Yeah, in here. Then I'm curious to... about this particular grape. I've had grapes with tiny, teeny seeds. Oh, there he goes. Nope. Oh, Jack's leaving oh, to he's bring a bringing, sample. Bringing the anger grapes. They're annoying. I think he's right. Oh, jeez. Whoa. They are annoying. Luckily, we were crossing the prairie. Anger grapes. <laughs> Luckily, I have a trash can right yeah, next right. to me. I can spit okay. in. Let me take this. 
Yeah. That looks good. Grab a couple. I just want one. There may not be a seed in that one. Oh, boy. Yeah, it's annoying. You start crunching on something when you yeah. think it's going to be a grape. Nope. Don't mm. hurt your tooth. I'll get out of here. What a bunch of... <laughs> oh, come on. You have to admit... Those aren't fun to eat. You're swallowing them? Yeah. Oh, that's wrong. Oh, Why? you're going to have vines growing out of you. No, thank you. No, I'm good. Oh, that's a big one. <laughs> I don't like that. See? Hook pooey. Yeah, not all of them are small and you easy. You just take to... it with your fingers yeah. and no, plop it down into the on. trash. No. It, we didn't get this far with technological advancements to have to do that. Oh, God. What the they have, yeah. They've breeded them out. We have and now seedless grapes. Correct. We have the technology. You're going to eat what's put in front of you. That's true. He's doing no, it, but he's not happy about it. I'm not leaving the table until he's, you do. But now your hands are getting wet. and then You know you're Brad Pitt in a river runs through it. Uh. Touching the equipment in here. That's no good. The engineers aren't going to dig it. Make them yell at my wife. I'm afraid. Yeah. I can, yeah. <laughs> it's all right. Kind of disappointing, though, I have to tell you. Yeah, it's a tad bit, but it's, you know, I'm the... Grand scheme of things. Nah, I know. I suppose if that's all I have to bitch about, life food. is pretty good. Yeah, life is pretty good. Mm-hmm. I'm glad she doesn't listen to this show. Yeah, you can go to the Sudan and complain about your <laughs> your grapes having little seeds. <laughs> yeah. I have seeds in my grapes. Uh-huh. You don't like these seeds. I don't like seeds. <laughs> <laughs> no seeds, no more, no more. <laughs> that's fair. I'm going to protest. He works hard for his family. He should have red seedless grapes. Thank you. You're okay with green seedless too, right? Yeah, those are good. Yes. It's okay for a change. Red. Oh, cherries. Oh, Oh, she's texting you. You don't like cherries, do you? No. Oh, cherries are fantastic. Cherries are good. That's a big pit. But that's That's easy. Yeah, but that's a. You You can't swallow that. It's easier to swallow. It's like a spit cup. Yeah, Ugh. like you're dipping. <laughs> you just got a bowl or yeah. something, a <laughs> napkin or a napkin. whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, the mystery solved. They're good what? for you. What? She says, funny thing, seedless and seeded look very similar when you're not wearing your glasses. With oh, no. <laughs> really? Fair. Mm. Mulligan. <laughs> I love my wife. Well, that's nice good lady. to hear. Uh-huh. I'm, good for you. Yeah, I'm keeping good. her. We love her, too. Yeah. There. She's all right. Hey. Oh, and she's singing the national anthem at the Orlando City match this Thursday. On Thursday night? Yeah. Oh, that's good. I've heard worse. Maybe they can win a game. A lot worse. <laughs> yeah. She's very good. Yeah. She knows she got that she got that national anthem locked locked down. Yeah. And she doesn't smelt it's, it up. It's the way that, that's yeah. what I she like. She just sings it and Straight it's like up. this is the this is, you yeah. know. Mm-hmm. Playing proud to be an American when she sings. Oh, you're proud to be an American anyway, but you know what I mean? She just sings it. Not schmaltzing it up, trying no. to show Not off. Not dragging it nice, out. Nice, clear voice. End. That's no. the national anthem. Thank you. Mr. Pinkman used his uh, instant pot that we got him for his birthday. Already? Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. Good job. What'd you do? Uh-oh. I boiled some eggs this morning, and then I looked at the clock. I was like, oh, boy, got to go. So I put them in an ice bath. I've gotten a report that they turned out flawless. What? Thank you, no. instant pot. See, okay, that's you know boiling five. water is just as easy on the stove. Uh, you know right? how long that takes compared to this? This is five, five, and five. It's yeah. like five eggs, five minutes on the Instant Pot. Or no, five minutes in the Instant Pot, five second oh, uh, cool down, and then five seconds ice water. How about it's some cake. butter chicken? It, Forget oh, that, butter chicken. That's that's butter chicken's up. a hell of a lot better than your stupid boiled eggs. Uh-uh, not better than the Agreed. ribs I had. I had some for today. Fall oh, up. I mean, they say fall up the bone. Literally... It falls off the bone. It's like, <laughs> wow. I didn't even have to work for that. <laughs> free meat. Yeah, it yeah, is free meat. Right. 
Oh man, what it? I mean, fall off the bone, so you pick up the ribbon and fall pfft, right in no, your lap. It just That's, stays on the bone careful, enough. Careful, careful with that. Careful. Yeah, you just bite it. It just pulls away, and the bone is clean. I have them in my... I'll go get it out of the garbage can. Okay. Show you these bones. How many ribs you got left? What do you mean? Yeah, you have enough to share. Give me one of your stupid grapes. How about a rib? <laughs> it's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. Spanning the world wide web to bring you the constant variety of sound. The thrill of victory. The policeman isn't there to create disorder. And the agony of defeat. The policeman is there to preserve disorder. The sound of human drama captured in a world where everything is recorded. It's time to hear what's in Jack's audio file. New, 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 Siri. I'm not getting in one of those duck boats. Let's hear what's in Jack's audio file. Uh, Jim, we start with the duck boat story broke last week. Uh, just uh, tragedy Awful. and, uh, you know, of the 18 deaths, half of the people, nine uh, people from one family where there was a surviving woman and her nephew out of the 11 people in this family oh, on this duck boat, imagine. nine of them. Uh, 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 perish. And see the video? I did see some of the video of the, yeah, from a from was a boat gruesome? that was nearby. Yeah. yeah. The um, lifeboat uh, captain mentioned that the life jokes, uh, life jackets were there lining the roof there, but they said, uh, you know, we because in every experience he's had, you won't need them. You know, well, this was a time when they actually would indeed need them and didn't have them. Ooh. So here is Tia Coleman. She's the survivor who lost nine members of her family. Oh. This, this all happened in Missouri. Kid said, above you are your life jackets. There's three sizes. He said, I'm going to show you where, you are, where they are, but you won't need them. You know... By saying you don't need the, you won't need them. So you it's know, safe. Everything's safe. Yeah, everything don't worry is about safe to worry about. But yeah. he did show them where they were. You know, because they're making a big point out of how he said you won't need them. You know, well, no one. <laughs> well, it, the the question is about the, this squall that came through and mm-hmm. what the the captain of the boat knew and when did they check because they had weather reports earlier in the day. So the NTSB. Um, is investigating, and here's NTSB official Earl Weiner talking about that, that fact that they are indeed analyzing the video and all the reports and information that they did have at the time when that duck boat launched. The real uh, objective is going to be to find out what kind of information they had on board when they made the decision to go out. Uh, this was a squall that came up rather suddenly. There's a lot more for us to understand. I'm not getting a floating bathtub with wheels. I'm just not doing it. It is an odd vehicle or vessel. Uh-huh. I guess both. Every time. Every time. <laughs> from, yeah, from, right? from the first time I saw one of those things, I was eh, dang no. Yeah. Uh, the Coast Guard has announced that efforts will begin today to salvage the rest of the boat. Mm. The deceased range in age from 1 to 76. It's just... Uh, yeah, and uh, I mean, and to, I mean that goes upside down, turns over, capsizes. I mean, what are the ch- what are the chances? Plus, they're enclosed with plastic, where the you know yeah. The so those windows, windows are weren't windows that right. just popped out. No, it's, yeah. it's that thick plastic. I think that they use, and you're not getting out of there. You're disoriented. You're right. It just seems like 
you have better, you know, better chances. Like a bus, you can get. There's emergency exits. Did it hit something? Did something hit it? No, what? I think the oh, squalls, waves. just the, these waves, the waves that, overwashed it. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Here's a little more from uh, Tia Coleman dealing with the loss of nine members of her family. Since I've had a home, it's always been filled. It's always been filled with little feet and laughter. And my husband. I don't know. I'm gonna do it. Kids, nieces, nephews, her husband, just just pure tragedy in uh, Mm -hmm. Missouri there. Um, Also going on uh, in Trader Joe's. Well, there was a shooting, what, in Toronto, uh, California, in Trader Joe's. Now, this is a bizarre story um, because uh, Gene Evan Adkins being held $2 million bail. He's in custody, but a, a deadly gun battle. You know, he actually, uh, the situation unfolded Saturday with a family dispute where this this guy, 28 years old, shoots his grandmother at least seven times right. and injuring another woman, drags her woman into the grandmother's car. Police use the uh, anti-theft device on the car to track it. The uh, This guy shoots out the back window and has this, you know, gunfight with the police and uh, ends up at the Trader Joe's. Where a three-hour hostage negotiation yep. ensued with forty to fifty people uh, killing one woman who was a manager of that trader. Now, Jones. do they know who shot her? I don't know whether that's. Oh. I don't know whether they've determined that. But you got people climbing out of the windows. You got people climbing down ladders. You know, I saw that when this guy's you know hauled out. You know, and in my fantasy world, I you know I understand the law and I understand yeah. civil rights and civil liberties and this and that. But I was just thinking, just beat him, silly. Just beat the, just beat him, silly. As you take him down to the station house, thanks a lot for nothing. Mm-hmm. That's that's in gym world, right? Jimville, yeah, well, in Jimville. Like, well, mm-hmm. I'm, and that's why, yeah, I, smack him. You see how those people sympathize with the police when it comes to Markeith Lloyd getting his well, face kicked in. Like, well, I understand yeah. it viscerally. I understand it, of course, emotionally. I understand it, but we we were supposed to have a civil society that yeah. operates by certain rules and regulations, and police are not supposed to abuse anybody while they're in custody, like they did with Markeith Lloyd. Even though mm. I don't think about that too much. Jim, as you mentioned, out of the forty to fifty people trapped inside, some crawling out the windows. Melita Carrado was the store's manager who was killed, uh, and. It just says that it doesn't say, you know, by the gunman. They haven't determined yet. Yeah, um, and I'm sure they will. Here's more from the Los Angeles Police Chief, uh, uh, Michelle Moore, uh, talking about the fatality. Inside the store, a young woman was shot and killed. Uh, at the, our officers rescued that woman from inside and attempted to render aid with the assistance of L.A. Fire, and unfortunately uh, were unable to revive her. Here's more from L.A. Mayor Eric Garcetti. The suspect at the end asked for uh, handcuffs. He handcuffed himself and then released himself into the custody of LAPD. So I guess he uh, he was done. He had enough. <laughs> but, you know, he sent in some I handcuffs. I'll come out. I'm oh, sorry. Yeah. I was having a bad day. <laughs> How's grandma? Mm-hmm. Oof. Yeah. I'm not paying for that window in the car. Uh, Jim, more news since uh, last time um, we talked, uh, the revelation that uh, President Trump's attorney uh, slash self-proclaimed fixer, yeah. Michael Cohen, 
have recordings of the president directing him to make payments to uh, one of the women, extra women in his life, the uh, the Playboy Playmate. McDougal. Yeah, McDougal. Mm-hmm. Um, but, Pretty uh, woman. Yeah, she is. She's the one in the interview who kind of actually yeah. seemed remorseful that because she... Not too smart, maybe. No, but she really liked him, the Donald Trump at the time, you know, and was yeah, kind of right. upset that things played out the way they did. Here is uh, California uh, uh, Democrat Adam Schiff. Oh no 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 no! Where's the uh, where's the one on McDougal? Exculpatory. It's exculpatory. That's the new. That's what's being bandied about now. <laughs> right. Yeah, it's all exculpatory. It's he's in the Ex- clear. No, he's not. Nope. Is that um, Giuliani? Who? No. A lot, a lot of people are just throwing around exculpatory meaning. You know, it's evidence, essentially evidence uh, that can be used by the defense, which proves his innocence. But on the tape, you, you know, it proves his innocence. You'd have to hear the president say, Colin, I don't even know what the hell you're talking about. What What, what are you even talking about? Who is this? What? What? What do you want to do? That's that would be exculpatory. That right. would be evidence that right. he's suggesting he doesn't know what the hell's going on. There's no suggestion of that whatsoever in this tape. Let's just you know, let's just admit what he is. He's well, a pig. Former assistant U.S. attorney uh, uh, Mimi Roca is suggesting the opposite because it proves that not only did he know about it, but if it happened right before the election, then there's some campaign finance issues that the can be The proximity involved. of the payments of to the election is going to be a very big factor in showing mm-hmm. that, indeed, it was for the purpose of influencing the election. Yeah, of course, and then, you know, there'll be a fine, you know, how that works. It's no big deal, other right. than the fact, of course, he wanted to shut this woman up. He had his, uh, he had his uh, friend down at the National Enquirer, uh-huh. Mr. Pecker, his name is, who's Pecker. the publish, publisher of the National Enquirer. They've known each other for years, mm. and it's, a, it's called catch and kill in the news business, where you take a story, and in this, in this particular case, the National Enquirer bought her story and then killed the story. They, own, they bought it, they own the rights, and then he decided, Mr. Pecker, because he's a friend of Trump, yeah. said, we're not going to run with that story because this story could really have an impact on his candidacy. So they killed the story. Pegged it. Thank you, Mr. Pecker. <laughs> <laughs> what a pecker, Mr. Pecker. Oh, what? Well, Jim, speaking of President Trump, that is the reason, so believes Roseanne Barr, that her support for the president is really the reason uh, behind her losing her show when uh, yet TMZ is uh, uh, released Roseanne's official statement on her canceled show Mm -hmm. because other audio and video, which we have posted at realradio.fm as a release of uh, Roseanne talking about it. But first here is the official statement from Roseanne Barr. When ABC called and asked me to explain my egregious and unforgivable tweet, I told them I thought Valerie Jarrett was white. And I also said, and I'm willing to go on The View, Jimmy Kimmel, or whatever other show you want me to go on and explain that to my audience. Now, instead what happened was about 40 minutes after that, my show was canceled before even one advertiser pulled out and I was labeled a racist. Why, you ask? Well, the answer is simple. It's because I voted for Donald Trump, and that is not allowed in Hollywood. So she, oh, she makes it worse every time she opens up her truck. 
So now she's saying it's because she <laughs> yeah, was a supporter okay. of Donald Whatever. Trump. Whatever. Um, that just shows you really how stupid you are. Because I, Put down I, the shovel, Roseanne. ABC yeah. loved like, the show because it, it was making them money. Go and, back to your macadamia farm <laughs> and have a wonderful life. Well, <laughs> she might, too, because she might need to find a way to de-stress after this video surfaces. This is the one we have posted. Oh, uh, she was in an interview, and they were talking oh. about some hypothetical with Donald Trump, and then the, the, she says this. I'm trying to talk about Iran. I'm trying to talk oh, about God, Valerie no. Jarrett wrote the Iran deal. Know, you, you That's know. what my tweet was about. I know. You've explained this literally 300 times. I thought the bitch was white. Oh, no. God damn it. I thought the bitch was white. Uh, Roseanne Barr, no ladies way. and gentlemen. That just video. when, just when right. I thought there might be oh, just a no. tiny, teeny, <laughs> itty oh, no. bitsy chance that maybe someday in the Salvaging future you could have a career. It. Nope. Nope. Mm -mm. nope. Mm -mm. <laughs> I don't think so. God almighty. Mm -mm. Find that video. Get back on your meds, will you? At oh, realradio.fm. Isn't that awful? Mm -hmm. Boy, oh boy. God. Holy cow. She needs to unwind. You know what people do to unwind, Jim? They take up sport. Like me. What right? do you take up? Well, I watch sport. <laughs> oh, I was going to say, you haven't done a sport. He's an elite power athlete. I could be. Have, I decided to get off my couch. Mm -hmm. um, instead, I watched some of the Open Championship, also known as the British Open. Mm -hmm. Bobby Boop. Obviously, congratulations to the runner-ups runner -ups as well. Uh, it's been a tough fight. Uh, there's only one winner, unfortunately, in golf, and... and this time it's me, but they, they play great golf, and, and congratulations to them. A very humble Francesco oh, yeah. Molinari. Praising the other competitors. The first yeah. ever major winner from mm. Italy. Mm. Italy. How you doing? Hey, look at this. Lasagna. <laughs> hey, look at this. Anthony, you're doing a great job, Anthony. Keep it to yourself, okay? Don't mm. tell your mom. Babadi Boopy. He yeah. Now, he won. And yeah, 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 yeah. And that means you know who didn't win. Mm. And, Again, uh, you mean? Know, next thing, lo and behold, I'm I'm tied for lead, and then I'm leading it. And uh, you know that. I, unfortunately, I hit uh, a bad three and off the tee there at, at ten. Grass grab, grab my shaft again and hit it left. Grab your what? Made a couple mm. mistakes around Jeez. the green. The, and, uh, so it got you in trouble in the first place. <laughs> the grass <laughs> grab the shaft. All right, See what I'm saying? Not yeah. really. Oh boy. Tiger played well, a oh, couple, of, couple of mistakes there, and uh, finished in sixth place, which cost, well, it didn't just didn't earn anything. me a dollar right. yet. That's exactly I still have one more major championship, the PGA Championship, which happens in mid-August. Jim, I think if anything we learned, Tiger is back. He was in contention on the final day, was in the lead for a, 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 a brief time. Mm -hmm. There at the British Open, I think minute. it's inevitable uh -huh. that he is on top again. Would you like to buy out of our bet? That well, it's we have a bet a dollar that he will finish in the top five for fifty cents. I will let you out of it. How long do we have to wait till the U.S. Open to the other, the last one? The last one is the PGA Championship, and it? that's uh, in mid-August. Nope. Uh, about three weeks away. He, All right, he's, he's there's, for. there's another bet also that Tiger will win any right. legit golf tournament this season. So all that's another one. That's the other bet I have is all I need him to do is Anything. win one of yeah. the any you know legit legit tournament. Champion, yeah, uh, tournament. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Not really have to argue what's legit. Well, well a PGA you, event. You signed off on it. Pop. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, 
Just oh, knowing Jack, it'd be a putt-putt yeah. golf tournament. No, no, no. That of course, the way he's playing, you. he wouldn't win that either. Stop it. But I'm just saying. Oh, rip shot. <laughs> you don't think he'd get it in the clown's mouth or past the windmill? <laughs> I don't know, Mo, if he, would get, he would. if he would get it in the clown's mouth. <laughs> yeah. I think he would. You know, that's usually... Oh, well, you never know. The last hole is the clown mouth one. Uses up. Never mind. All right, listen. <laughs> as long as it, the grass doesn't grab his shaft. Oh, boy. Runs out of waitresses at... Uh, All right, yes. At, the, <laughs> at, per- at, at Perkins. Perkins. <laughs> Gotta go to the circus. <laughs> Get a clown mouth. Yeah. Oh, boy. Jim! <laughs> oh. Earlier today, you were talking about sharks. You know who else is talking about sharks? Ronda Rousey. Why? She may not be on top of the uh, MMA world anymore, but she is underwater facing her biggest fear as Discovery Channel once again gets ready to kick off Shark Week. Now, the moment of truth. (laughs) Can the world's most feared female fighter stare down the fiercest shark of the sea? Rhonda carefully takes out the stick, like her coach is instructed, and gets in position. Then she redirects the lethal jaws away from her body with perfect precision. How many years for Shark Week? Uh, 34. Ooh, not too far off. 30. Correct. It's the 30th anniversary of Discovery Channel Shark Week. Yeah, Yeah, and so that is going on, and Ronda Rousey is involved along with Bear Grylls. Despite all the pounding and the hollering, they'll come up and rip you to pieces now they <laughs> at first time we lost a yeah. hundred men i don't know how many sharks maybe a thousand pun intended they oh. jumped shark we kind of jumped the shark did it not <laughs> yeah yes. when they went from these documentaries about sharks to some like uh, shacks or michael phelps last year swimming against a shark but yeah. it wasn't really right and this year shack is in the water and with then a shark the, and... the megalodon shark well, that's a movie yeah, that's that. not even that. But yeah, well, that was, yeah, it was kind of this fiction about what if, like yeah. the mermaid deal that they did that uh, a while back, the banana believe. Yep. 1,100 men went in the water. Oh, boy. Oh, how many came go. out? 116 men came out, and the sharks took the rest. Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry. Pass me the bottle. <laughs> oh, man. So, anyway, <laughs> uh, Shark though. Week Thank is you. on. Get Jimmy we- for it. <laughs> you might get a Jimmy. <laughs> And that's your audio file for today. Thank you, Jack. Very good job. Thank you uh, very much. Remember that scene where Roy Scheider is slapped by the woman who lost her uh, boy yes. by the mm. shark? Yes. Took 40 slaps to get it right. Ah! <laughs> Worth it. Can't be good. Mm-mm. He took it like a man. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. Check out the news. Here's Big Daddy. Thank you, Big Jim Weasel. An IT professional that set up a website for himself called rentahitman.com is shocked that people have been requesting actual hitmen for murder. Not for nothing, but this isn't shocking. People are pretty dumb y'all. Next, a 14-year-old boy has been banned from performing his drag act at school. When asked about this he said school is a real drag. Finally, an off-duty Burger King worker stepped behind the counter to make her own food and got fired for it. Sure an off-duty cop can stop a robbery and be called a hero but an off-duty burger employee tries to work off the clock and they get fired. Sounds like she didn't have it her way. Headlines were brought to you by Filatowski Eye Institute. Go to myvisionfreedom.com. And transmission. Orlando City plays host to New York FC this Thursday. Coverage begins at 7.30 p.m. on our sister station, FM 96.9, The Game, AM 740, and iHeartRadio. From... 
Phillips file for a Monday, Monday movie review a few minutes away. Uh, what's the update on the villain contest? Uh, Jim, you know, we have this ongoing contest to pick the best villain actor. And we did a bracket where members of the Monsters and the file each picked a couple of actors they thought were great villain actors. And people and fans get to vote who they like better in these head-to-head matchups. Yeah. And we are down to the final four <laughs> of best villain got? actors. And Jim, yeah. I will have you know that, let's see, this is really small. So Alan Rickman is still in it, a choice of angels um, versus Jack Nicholson picked by Russ. They are going head to head. And on the other side right. of the bracket oh, is Robert De Niro picked by Jim Phillips against... Anthony Hopkins, picked by yours truly. All right, that's good. So it's down uh, those last two battles, the final four, and then the like. The winner between our our two guys will meet the winner between Angel and Russ's guy. If you want to go to realradio.fm/villain for your chance to vote, and everyone who plays is entered to win a one hundred dollar Fandango gift card. Cool. <clears throat> Here is uh, George. Hello, George. Okay, I watched last <laughs> night the Shawshank Redemption. Shawshank, yeah, and Shawshank Redemption. You, me, yeah. Mm-hmm. What do you think? Let me tell you why. Let me tell you why it's a bad movie. Oh, yeah, tell <laughs> me, please. With facts, I will give you facts. Why it's a bad movie? Uh, it's a bad movie. Science People love this movie, but it was a bad movie. Why? I don't like it. <laughs> well, you cannot make me like it. I'm not trying to you make you like it. Like Just it. tell me why you don't you don't think it's a good okay, movie. Let me tell you facts. Okay. Let me tell you facts. Sure. facts. All right. Out of a budget of twenty five million. Yeah. How mm-hmm. it comes it reach a box office of fifty eight point three million worldwide. How that comes? Why so so low? If it's a great movie, like you said, how come it's fifty eight point three million worldwide? How come? Well, number two. Well number we, well how, it's 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 better than thirty five million. No, that's bad. Actually, for B worldwide, it's it's bad. Well, what do you think it should be? That's not good. Well, what do you think it should be? It, to be a good movie, should be at least a box office should be at least three hundred million. Well, oh, that doesn't make it a great million. movie. There are plenty of movies out there that people enjoy. That doesn't make it a great movie. That's one. Two, okay. They win a single Academy Award. If it's a, such a great movie, and how comes? If, if Tim Robbins did a great job, how come he didn't win an Academy Award? All right, let me ask you. Well, let me, hold on. Well, okay, hold on. Yeah. Uh, what other movie was it up against? What movie won uh, the Academy Awards? That year? You don't know, do you? You don't know. You don't know anything. Uh, you don't know crap. 1997? Yeah. Yeah. What year? What, what movie won Best Motion Picture? I'll talk about 1994, Shawshank Redemption. Was it nominated? It was it was nominated. Shawshank okay. Redemption. All right. it, it lost and it and it lost to what movie? Didn't win. It lost win. to what movie? Win. What movie? George won the Academy Award no, for best. I don't know. I don't know. I know about Shawshank Redemption. Well, the, you, know, know the, you don't know what the movie. hell you're talking about. <laughs> it could be a good movie, but it lost to a better movie. Yeah, but how comes 
the women that carry Oh, you wouldn't know motion pictures of the Hollywood Seinfeld right on your head. I, I, I read a lot. I'm in the library five hours, five hours a day. Are I you read watching a lot. any yeah. of these movies? Are you not watching any of these movies? Forrest Gump. They, all, right here. they all on YouTube. You know better than that. They're all on they YouTube. All on YouTube. Yeah, they YouTube. They're all on YouTube. Well, you what movie? Well, what mo- somebody look it up, please. What Help. movie lost to Shawshank Redemption? Hey, what year was it, George? Number ninety-four. Nineteen ninety-four. We're going to find yeah. the movie. You might have a point. I'm going to. I might. All right, settle down, will you? Forrest, Jeez, take your Thorazine or something, will you? Forrest Gump beat Shawshank okay. Redemption. Oh, Forrest Gump. Forrest, Forrest Gump. Gump. That was a great movie, right? Okay. Okay. Number okay. three. No, All right. Number three. <laughs> what? It's fake. It's What's not that? based on a true story. Don't tell me it's, it's, a, it's a true story. It's fake. It's based on Stephen King. No, 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 no. no it says no, it's that's a based mile. on a true story. <laughs> and no, and the Stephen King movie, idea. you're absolutely correct, Mr. Pinkman, is, uh, is what was the movie with Tom Hanks? The Green Mile. The Green Mile. You got the, your movies confused there, sport. Mm-hmm. No, I, yeah, I'm reading it right from the Wikipedia. Oh, you don't, yeah, no, you don't, oh, no, you right don't know what Wikipedia. you're talking about. Uh, you're, you're, you're lost. Let me read it. Okay, let me, let me read it to you. Shasha Redemption is a 1994 American drama film, written and directed by Frank Darabont, based on the 1982 Stephen King novel, Rita Hayward in the Shasha Redemption. Fair. It tells the story of a banker, Anthony Dubris, Tim Robbins, who is, sent- who is sentenced to life in the Shasha State Penitentiary. I'm lost. I don't, I don't even know what you're trying to no, say talking, now. Andy Dufresne. I just wanted him to read more stuff. <laughs> I don't even know what you're trying to hey, say. Is it based on a to... true story or not based on a true mm-hmm. story? You know, when they say based on, huh? Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ. No, it's a novel. It's what it's the novel. fuck, it's you based. silly. Oh, oh that's not based nice. Based on the 1982 Stephen King novel. Uh, uh, look up some more books. Ask the librarian to get you out of that straitjacket and look up some more information. Okay, thank you, George. Oh, boy. 1-888-978-1041 is as crazy as a bed bug. Shasha Redemption. Shasha. Andy <laughs> Dufresne. And Cape of Fear. Cape yeah, of Fear. The Cape of Fear. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. It's not a real movie, The Cape of Fear. No? It's not good, he says. Or did he like that one? I don't know. Normally, and then you have to say the first one or the second one. Yeah. And he normally goes with whatever won an Academy Award in a, a year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Those are the good ones. Yeah, like he's... Titanic. Shawshank Redemption attracted many stars of the time for the lead roles, including Tom Hanks, Tom Cruise, and Kevin Costner. Mm-hmm. Isn't it weird when a movie is a success, then you try and imagine someone else in it? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking of that Jaws because Roy Scheider, uh, as a matter of fact, saw Spielberg at a party and heard about the movie. He said, you're going to get me in the movie. He didn't say, I want to play this part. He said, I just want to be part of that part of that movie. Uh-huh. I can't remember who else they were considering for. I think De Niro, maybe. I can't remember. It's somewhere. They were thinking other actors for that. And you think mm-hmm. back, said, Scheider was perfect for that role. Yeah. It was just perfect for it. Jeff Bridges, maybe? I can kind of see that. I mean, yeah, maybe. He can do a lot. <laughs> talented fella. He is talented. Scheider went on to do Jaws 2. Yeah, terrible. Yeah, and then Bugaloo. that, what was the show? Like, Blue Fi- about the helicopter, the Apache helicopter? Well, he's oh, also in that uh, underwater, was that? Was underwater show, wasn't he? That underwater submarine science. No. <laughs> Aquaman. That wasn't I it. think it was actually filmed here in Orlando. He lived here in Orlando for a while. 
Big fan of the show. Yeah, and he died of multiple myeloma. So just keep that in mind if you're a fan of the show. This might happen to you. It's the Phillips File Unreal. We send out those uh, radio signals. It's the Phillips File Unreal. Killer. It's the Phillips File Unreal Radio 104.1. Now that we've all quit Facebook and started talking to each other again. What's that? Nobody's quit Facebook? Facebook.com slash Real Radio Orlando. It's time once again for the Phillips File Monday Movie Review with Wanzi and Doug. Michael and Douglas are here for a Monday Movie Review. Hello, gentlemen. How are you? Hey. I'm doing very well, as a matter of fact. I saw that Mr. Rogers movie. Did you enjoy it? Uh, yes, I did, as a matter of fact. Did you feel good about the world a little bit? It does. You feel it, sweet uh, now? Yeah. yeah. It, uh, yeah, they're just, you know, his message is simple, and it's, oh, yeah, I get it. Just be nice, yeah. Mm-hmm. Good, I see it's then playing. I pulled out of the parking lot oh. right at the end scene and yelled at somebody because yeah. they cut me off. <laughs> well, that's just right. No, I did like it, It's, uh, but uh, it's, um, you know, it brings a, a tear to your eye. Oh. Mm-hmm. I wasn't sure Except we needed that to be here. That flatbread pizza is just all out right. of this world. Good. I yeah, love it. And those truffle Do you fries. Ever, have you yeah. ever gotten anything but? No. no. Why Why change? <laughs> why Why mess with perfection? Don't screw it up, Michael. Nope. Uh, well, guys, you go to the movies? What'd you see? Yes. We did. What'd you see? We weren't sure if we needed to come in after your last caller. Oh, I think yeah. <laughs> Zach going to yeah. be our replacement when, <laughs> when we get... Yeah. You know, the weirdest thing about Shawshank is... Um, Nominated for Best Actor was Morgan Freeman and not Tim Robbins. Oh, really? Best well, Actor, yeah. not supporting. Yeah. Oh. yeah, it was really weird. That is funny. Yeah, it's George. We call him Capo Fear. He didn't win Capo Fear. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because I think that him. was the first call. That's what he did. Yeah. He Shaw Redemption. Shaw Redemption. Talking about Capo Fear. So what'd you see? I saw Mamma Mia, Here We Go Again. Oh. Oh, I'm looking forward to that. And I, I went say to see Mamma Mia, here we go again. But when I got there, it was in RDX, the time that I picked or something. Yeah. And so you can't use your pass and they want to charge you $10 more. Oh, dollar. you get premium like, pass. What yeah. are you going to get out of seeing an ABBA musical in an RDX theater? I don't get it. So I went, you saw the first one? I did. Did you like the first no. one? No. You didn't like the... No, oh. I I always looked at the trailers and said I never I no. have no desire oh, I whatsoever. Love the first one. Banana, I hated the first Banana, one. Banana loved that movie. It was fantastic. I hate the musical. No, you don't hate Abba, do you? you hate no, Abba? I love Abba. Well, how could you hate this? Then? And then the musical's awful. And then I thought, well, maybe the movie will be good. It's got Meryl Streep. It's got some big names. Sure. In it. And then it was just oh, oh it's fantastic. Oh, it's not when Pierce Brosnan no. starts. Yeah, exactly. No. When he's singing, no. Listen, well, the door. hold on, hold on. He went with low expectations because of the first <laughs> movie. Go ahead, Doug. No, I went with low expectations because yes. of the first movie, and and just quite enjoyed this one. Did oh, you really? The second one, yeah. I, I just went in going, okay, it is what it's going to be. There's going to be album yes. music. I'll just go to the urinate when Pierce Brosnan's number comes <laughs> oh, up, no. and then and then I'll be no. fine. They didn't give him a song. They wouldn't. They barely let him just get out a little tiny bit of a, oh, a tune. tune. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Cher. Uh, Cher was all right. She's in the last like five minutes. That's it. Oh no, yeah. kidding. She oh. sings two songs and she's gone because you know she's got a <laughs> album full of album music coming out next year. So. Mm-hmm. She wanted, I guess. She just plays the grandmother who shows she up. She kind of glommed oh, on here. So it was, your, it was your change of attitude as opposed to the movie itself. Ex- precisely. Exactly. I mean, I when went you in saw there the... going, this is just going to be what it is, just a jolly 
When you saw the first one, did you go in there thinking, this is going to really be terrific? This I is, know. Well, I maybe not sucked. because you saw the musical and you didn't yeah. like that. No, the musical's awful. Oh, no, it's fantastic. Oh, my God. Don't listen to that. That's nonsense. Well, the That's whole time so you're just good. going, I want to hear Abba sing this. Not but, this our horrible person who's singing it now. Douglas is a oh, theater no. actor. I would take his uh, expertise uh, any day. Oh, that's Mama just Mia true. You too, Mike. I rather enjoyed Mamma Mia, the stage show. You, you did? Yes. See? Oh. Yes. Well, it's yeah. upbeat. It's lighthearted. It's, it's fun. I, I, was, I'm, I oh. left the theater amazed that they managed to weave a story out of the oh, song. The yeah, cool. I loved The it. first three lines. And then as it gets into the song, it has nothing to do with well, what just came yes, up. exactly. It's <laughs> a jukebox musical. Oh, mm. there's oh, lots of jukebox musicals. Oh, so you just don't enjoy yourself. Who else is in this movie? All the regulars from the first one? All the regulars one? except, well, uh, Meryl comes in at the end, too. And they haven't really added anybody new. Oh, at the end? Oh. Well, well, she's dead. Christine Bransky? What? Christine Bransky. Is she drowning in the That's Mediterranean? In the what do you mean she's dead? It's in I don't the know previews. What that means either. And they announce it the first minute of the movie. <laughs> oh. Don't even try it. Oh, how, All many, right. how many pink triangles from what is what is Mamma Mia? What here we, here go, we go again? again. Three. Oh, that's decent. Was, All right. Uh, yeah. Why not? Out of ten? Yeah. No. No. Just a kind of a summer. You know, get out of the heat. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> just go. Hey, they have AC. Sing along. <laughs> They're in the, what, the Mediterranean, sing, right? No, and they're Greece, just yeah, they're yeah, in yeah, Greece. You know, yeah, they're uh-huh. in this island off of exactly. Greece. Exactly. You got uh, you know, breeze blowing. It's pretty. They wear you know, pretty clothes, I suppose. Some decent people. voices. There were some other uh, people, again, that they just hired that can't sing very well. But. Wait, were the audience members, uh, did people in the audience start singing along? I hope not. No, I did toward the end. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Doug, Well, didn't. they started with Super Trooper, and oh, I just couldn't you like help that? myself. <laughs> yeah. Let's see. <laughs> Golly. Yeah. I think it's meant for that, though. It's, you know. It is. It's mm-hmm. a yeah. very upbeat, you know, lighthearted yeah. summer. What did you see, Michael? Romp. What did I see, Dad? The same genre, though. You saw The Equalizer with the Denzel Washington. Oh. <laughs> no, no, no. That was number one. That was number one same at the box office. It was. I'm sure it was. Can yeah. I just say that Mamma Mia, Here We Go Again, was. I got the last seat. Oh, that was really? two at the box um, Yeah. Time. It was mm-hmm. packed. Wow. What did, the Equalizer. The two. Equalizer Jam. Two, yes, number two. With Denzel. Yeah. Yes. It was the only thing playing on his movie pass. Which should have been called... <laughs> should have been called... Let's kill people. <laughs> Let's yeah, well, kill people, too, though. It's like a Charles Bronson movie. Uh, exactly. But Family's tortured. Wife is raped. And, children yeah. are killed. Right. And he's got to go out and take care... I don't know. Oh. I'm just theorizing. So he's got to... He's, he's on a mission to take care of all the lofty evil people. Than, it's a little more lofty than that, Jim. Oh, is it? He's a, he used to kill for the government, for oh. the Marines, I believe. And, At least and, he knows how to do uh, it. And now he... Uh, you know, they've stopped the program. And, of course, you can't get a job. Because what are you going to say? I did for my living. I killed people, you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, so he's a Lyft driver. Denzel Washington is a Lyft driver who assesses people through his rearview mirror and decides whether there's something maybe wrong with him or not. And when, whether or not when he's going to drop them off, he's going to, you know, give him another look-see. And then when he figures out they're bad people, he'll kill them. Mm. <laughs> wow. Is he ever wrong? I mean, that's how it starts. <laughs> it's just... And then, and then it turns out that basically everyone who was on his team in the military is still... Being killing machines, but for hire. Yeah, right. And um, they kill somebody he knows, so he has to avenge it. So he swears he's going to kill all of them. 
And then there's violins at the end, and he's looking at the ocean like he did something wonderful because he killed everybody. Impresses me as being kind of a pain in the ass. Oh, you think so? I think, well, I think he's very, I mean, he never looks quite pleased that he's being interviewed. And I've I've seen him interviewed everywhere Mm -hmm. from Jimmy Kimmel to, to, Mm -hmm. you know, more serious interviews. And it's always a little bit like pulling teeth. Well, I think he's one of those people who who does it begrudgingly because the studio is part of the contract. I don't think he enjoys it. I can't, I don't really fault him for that. Anyway, it's two hours of just breaking bones and bending people's play, things the way they shouldn't be going. Is he always shooting people or is he getting bones him? cracking and guns and heads and in mouths and in throats. And, and oh it's just kill, 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 kill. And there's no damn reason for this movie to have been made. Is he <laughs> physical or is he just shooting people? Oh, no. He's very good with his hands. He li- oh, he, come on. A he man like- of his age? How old is he now? No, you Chunky. should see. He's twirling around. Oh, like- no, no, no. Yeah, he's, he's like, he's, it's like you're watching it in real life, but it comes off like a, a, a cartoon because he's, you know, He's fighting six people off by himself, Denzel. and they all have the exact same training he has. But somehow, he manages to kill like, all five of them. I can the understand fu- Denzel when he started in uh, the Hurricane or back in Glory, right. you know, when he's young and yeah. shape. But now he's sixty-three, right. almost sixty-four. Come on, yeah. nobody's moving like that. Having to swat his colostomy bag out of the way so he doesn't shoot it when he's. he's <laughs> oh, that is not nice. It's just. That's really nice. You know who's nice. got a gut? Who? Who? Me. Is Billy Me? Joel. I oh. saw him. Did you see oh, him yeah. interviewed on CBS Sunday morning yesterday? Yeah, parts Holy of it. Holy yeah. mackerel. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, how old is he, you think? I don't know, but he's... He's 60-something. Oh. Yeah. Hmm. Well, he's no, he's older than that. He's 63? older than me, and I'm 61. No, he's 69. He has it in Doesn't his writer. 69? <laughs> right, yeah. I, just, I just looked at it. His 100th show at Madison Square Garden, it's in his ri- rider. On his piano has to be a big bowl of French onion dip. Every concert. <laughs> and I wonder it's, he has a it's tummy. empty by the encore. Oh, goodness. Mm. Ew. That's a good time for him. Yeah, yeah, I like that French onion yeah. dip. Yeah. You use the canor but seasoning. But when you're playing a concert, what's <laughs> no. he dipping in it? His fingers. Celeries or yeah. It helps Celery's the Can of Pringles or something? Those bigger, yeah. those bigger Fritos? The, yeah, the no, scoops. Yeah, yeah Fritos scoops. Yeah. 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 I, I like more dip to, to chip ratio. They get those little Fritos. Yeah. They break, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, no. No. Ruffles have Your ridges. fingers smell. No, when you have the scoops, is the only time you don't have spinach dip left over at the end of the party. Right? Artichoke. Or the... The got bigger Snyder's pretzels. Everybody's get, breath get, stank. Get, yeah. I love this, love this program. I may miss it. So how many oh, uh, pink triangles did you give the equalizer with Denzel? One. Like, that's oh. it? Oh, God. oh, don't even oh, see it. People are going to love it. They're just going to love it. If you're the kind of person who loves to play video games where you go into schools and ch- shoot children, you'll love this movie. Oh, Ouch. No. I don't think they have that video game. They probably As did. a matter of fact, they do they have a video did, game. Did, where you, did, they, they take pulled it, it They did. Due to public outcry. Yes, yeah, Well, see. one would think. Yeah. And it was a private, it was a developer. They right. never, it, it wasn't a four-console game. It was a computer game a company tried to develop, and, and the public just so said, you have to protect no. the school from a on-site shooter. I will say this. I, I would not be surprised if this movie was nominated for an Oscar for editing. Ooh. Oh. Really? Poss- oh. And possibly sound. The Equalizer yeah. 2. Hmm. Yeah. It's, Mark it's, that down, please. It is uh-huh. a well-made movie. <laughs> 
that just shouldn't be made. Did you see Equalizer? <laughs> Did you see the Equalizer one? No, thank oh. God. See, I, yeah, I thought it was a sequel. It oh, Equalizer two. Yeah, this yeah. is Equalizer but two. D- but Doug says he was a cop in the first one. No, I think I was oh. mistaken. Oh. Yeah, All right. that didn't. All right, hold on, one. guys. We're going to find out what you guys are up to. Maybe a little bit of trivia as well. It's Monday Movie Review on Real Radio 104.1. Movie Review with Wanzi and Doug. Uh, Douglas um, saw the movie Mamma Mia. Here we go again. Gave it three pink triangles. Basically, great way to get out of the heat. And um, Michael saw The Equalizer 2 with Denzel Washington. Gave it one pink triangle. It was one of the worst movies you've ever no, seen. No, it was number one at the box I, office, Michael. I said it was a very well-made movie that I'm sure people are going to love if they love that kind of crap. <laughs> so there you go. <laughs> Douglas, you have any uh, trivia? I do, James. What do you have? Uh, from my reunion show last Wednesday. It's very popular. Oh, how'd that go? It went very well. We had packed houses. Good. Pack, a packed <laughs> nice. house. Nice. Yes. Mm. Well, I'm still free on Wednesday if you're a bar owner. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Hire me. I'm very reasonable. Not <laughs> like that other person that works here. Oh. Um, no, I'm just kidding. Oh. I don't know what he charges. Toward the end of 2000, mm. in which sport was the diameter of the ball increased by two millimeters to make it easier to see on television and thus make it a more viable... Moira. Hockey. Spectator sport. No. Wansy. Wansy. We're going to go said, with football. No. You said ball, oh. right? Yes. Yeah. It is a ball. Uh, ping yes. Ping pong. Golf. No. Damn it. Jim. It was the year 2000. They made it two millimeters uh, bigger. Baseball. No. Wansy. What is it? Ping pong. Ping pong is correct. Oh, you already guessed. They're once. trying to make it a I more viable. Jack a chance. A viable televised. I said my name. Jack table tennis. <laughs> oh, very good. What <laughs> private university is tied with Ohio State for producing the most Heisman Trophy winners? Wanzi. Private. Yes. Brigham Young. No. Oh, uh, Jim Mo- Stanford. <laughs> no. Moira. Private. Moira. Oh, private. I was going to say Alabama. Um, Catholic. Oh, Notre, Notre Dame. Dame. Notre Dame is oh, correct. Yeah. If you travel directly east from Honolulu, Hawaii, what is the first country you run into? Oh. Jim. Mexico. Mexico is correct. What movie won the Best Picture Oscar at the 2018 Oscars? Best picture for the year two thousand seventeen. Oh, Jack, the the uh, the the Fishman movie mm-hmm. with the sea shape creature. Of shape of water. The Thank shape you. of water Good. is correct. Oh. What word Fish used to describe an Uber fan was originally an expression to describe condemned men who struggled the longest when they were executed by hanging. Jesus. It's an Uber fan. Yeah, that's a, that's an Uberist. Uh, no. Or a fan who follows somebody long after a they hanger, should, should Michael, be followed. A hanger on No. Her. Oh, nice. I like <laughs> that. Michael. Uh, I like that, Michael. That's good, Points though. for that. Um, a <laughs> Die Hard. Oh. oh, Bruce Willis. Oh, what American good. phrase? Right, what American phrase? Two-word <laughs> phrase for enthusiastic eating comes from the Chinese reputation for eating dog meat. For eating pig. Yes. Go ahead. Rabbit. No. Pig it's out. Two-word something. Oh, yeah, Two-word American thinking. phrase for enthusiastic eating. Oh. Chow. Chow down. down. Chow down. Chow down. Yeah. Chow down yeah, is yeah, gay, oh, gay, that, gay. Oh, oh here we go. Michael, you're oh, good. In which Broadway musical will you hear the song One Night Only? Jim, that happens to be the fantastic Broadway musical Seven Brides oh, for Seven Nights. Oh, you always say that. <laughs> that is not right. I knew that was coming. At, Jack, tri- at trivia, they all just write Chicago, no matter yeah. what the okay. question is. Uh, it's not. Wanzi? Dream Girls. That's correct. What Russian punk group claimed Dream. responsibility? Yeah, that's uh, that's, uh, that's uh, the Pussy Rut. 
Pussy Riot is correct. On what there famed you know. street will you find the Stonewall Inn in New York Jim, City? Well, that would be on well, that's on the corner Fulton and uh, Broadway. <laughs> it's not. It's not on a uh, corner. Um, well, I mean, you know, yes. it's just in that no, general no, area. No, no, yeah. uh, Gramercy. Is it on Canal? It's not. Wansey. It Wansey. Fifth. Grove. It's on Christopher Street. Oh, oh. Grove and Christopher. Well, oh, it's not no, on a corner. It's not on, so on. <laughs> <laughs> on what, uh, what actor received... <laughs> You'll stretch it, won't you? What actor received an Emmy nomination last week for playing Versace killer Andrew Cunanan? Oh, yeah. What was his name? Damn it. Uh, Jack Ralph Macchio. She's not. <laughs> She's not. He's not. Michael? I didn't hear the question. I'm sorry. I was what actor received an Emmy nomination last Grove week for playing Versace killer American uh, Andrew Cunanan? Who won an Emmy? No, I have a no nomination. Idea. I have a clue. Who is it? Darren Chris, Michael. <laughs> oh my Lady God. Gaga will be starring in what movie Jack. remake? A Star is Born. A Star is Born, correct. Mm. A play on words. What was the name of Madonna's first greatest hits album? That's uh, Madonna's greatest hits. I know. Well, why would Jack. that be a play on Jack? Uh, Madonna's a debut. No, Pink Man, Like a Virgin. No, Michael oh, Good. A play I like on that. words. Yes. Um, you being a good Catholic should get this one. Like a prayer. Oh. Her first greatest hits album was called The Immaculate Collection. Uh, oh. I have one more. What famous funny. comic actor played the character that married Dorothy in the season finale finale of The Golden Girls? White hair. Uh-huh. Used to be a serious oh, actor. Oh, Jack George Papard. No. Oh, <laughs> Leslie Nielsen. Leslie Nielsen yep. is correct. There it is. There you go. Very good, Douglas. Thank you, Jim. Lovely. Available for bookings. <laughs> yeah. Just push that one more so time. So Hamburger Mary's last uh, Wednesday was good? Packed to the rafters. We had a great time. People got drunk and just, uh, it happened. just chili had a there. fun, fun time. Yeah. How many people said, where's Miss Sammy? Good food. Uh, no, they knew where she was. <laughs> she was in Hawaii. Lovely. Mahalo. In Maui. Wow. Maui. Oh, yeah, yeah. brother. Visiting Jennifer Loren. We supposed to know who that is? No. Ralph Lauren's daughter. Oh, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Tom Sizar. So what else All are you right. up to there, Douglas? Jim, tomorrow night are you I leaving? will be You're bartending back to New York, right? uh, with Michael at Tuesday Night Trivia at Parliament House. Oh, I'll be yeah. bartending with Michael doing the trivia and the games, and then Wednesday I leave for New York. Yeah, more shows. Well, so. You're going to run out of shows to see. I am. You're going to have to go off-Broadway pretty soon. To, I might just go off-Broadway tomorrow, Wednesday night. I haven't decided. <laughs> there were a few tickets to see Bet in... Hello, Dolly. Oh, so yeah. I should probably She's only oh, there really? a little bit of time, right? She's Did you done. see who's touring with it? No. Betty Buckley. Betty Buckley. Yeah. Who's Betty Buckley? You know, she was NYPD on Eight is Enough Blue. and then went on to be a Grizabella in the original Cats and won a Tony Award for singing memory. I have no idea who you're talking about. She was know an NYPD saw Blue, wasn't she also? Okay. Yes. Mm-hmm. She took the place She's of about 104 now, and she's going to do Hello, Dolly. I can't wait. She's probably Bet's age. She's uh, certainly you've heard her sing Meadowlark. Oh, yes, certainly. It's every morning yeah. I wake up with that tune dancing <laughs> in my head. song that was dropped from the show. Why would straight people know that song? Oh. No offense. Uh, she played Norma Desmond in um, Sunset Boulevard. She's, oh, okay. She's 71, She's Betty. She's 71. Tall. tall movies, yeah. Oh, she has not aged well, so. poor thing. Only 71. She's younger than Beth. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No. Yeah. Michael, yeah, what are you up to? I think. 
Uh, when I leave here, yeah. I'm going to hold auditions for uh, Gross Indecency, the Oscar Wilde show that you know that I'm I'm doing. So I'm excited about that. If you um, if you can get over to the Parliament House between six thirty and eight, and you can it. do a a proper Londoner British accent, and That's you want to audition, uh, mm-hmm. come along. Men only. Men only. Yes, between the ages of twenty and seventy. Shocking. Ooh, measure. I'm Absolutely in. shocking. Yeah. <laughs> What kind of accent do you want? Because there are many, many, many different kinds of. Do you want to? Oh, you're going to break it. You're going to break it down by by neighborhoods. Are you? You're you're that good? Yeah. Yeah, people in London can tell in Douglas, you know, essentially where from what part of the city you're from by your accent. You have to be posh, right? Right, posh. Oh, posh. It's upper crust. Yeah, I see. Upper crust. Made all audition all way. That's my, my ex had an uncle me. that talked like that beyond <laughs> belief. Reginald Drink, what a BBC News. There Let's go. go to a man in Kenya. Kenya. Or that Forget too. it. Say your line. Cardinal. Say your line from Olive Garden, but in a British. I can't do it. it You're putting me on the spot. Olive Juice. I'm sorry. Olive Garden. <laughs> Olive Juice. How quickly they found it. No, it's for my daughter, Jim. Here's. I'll give you the line. It's for my daughter. I know what the line is. Oh, sorry. Never mind. Why? I'm not gonna do that. All right, guys. Thank you very much. Good job. It was great it was, to be here. Yeah, it was so Douglas, we'll see you in a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, right. yeah, yeah, I'll be back. Thank you, guys. Thank you for a Monday movie review. Thank you. This has been the Phillips File Monday Movie Review with Wanzi and Doug. Let's get a check out the news. Here's Big Daddy. Thank you, Big Jim Weasel. A North Carolina daycare was raided in a drug bust. It's common knowledge that kids are better at picking the seeds out because of their tiny fingers. Next, an Anchorage man is in trouble after biting a cab driver and attacking him with bolt cutters. Oh boy. I hope all the sled dogs are unharmed. Finally, a man in Houston has been slapped with a DWI after driving the wrong way in the HOV lane for 10 miles. And get this. He wasn't even carpooling. How rude. Headlines were brought to you by WeAreNotTheBanks.com. And transmission. Oh, baby, if you are in the market for a new home or you want to refinance the one you have, we are not the banks.com is a direct lender and they are mortgages made easy. Brad Siebert and his team, they'll help you like they help me. They take you through every step of the process. Make sure you're prepared for what you're going to need and they tell you what you need to know when it comes to securing a loan. They even have a certified home buyer program where you get to eliminate the doubt. You get to compete against cash offers, and you will have the advantage in the multiple offer situation, and it allows you to close faster and get into that home. Right now, we are not the banks.com waiting for you. See what they can do for you for all your mortgage needs. Again, we are not the banks.com. Want to play a game? Call now for closest to the pin 407 916 1041. And now, The Phillips File presents a game that is not about being right or wrong. Wrong! It's a game that rewards the lucky. Hey, everybody! We're all gonna get late! It's a game where you just have to be close. That's right! You've got that right! The game is closest to the pin! Let's go while we're young! And now, here's your ever-excited host, Jim Phillips! Thanks to Michael and Douglas for uh, showing up for Monday movie review. That's always fun. I saw that. Won't you be my neighbor? Oh, I liked it a lot. Good. I don't Did know when they're going to get the dust out of that Enzi. And oh, every you know, you oh, watch you that. You're sitting there. You got another tissue, please. Were you here when I reviewed it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, it's pretty good, right? 
I movie? see. I grew up watching that in the I 70s. Did not. I, so I, I had that connection. When they open the box and they take out the trolley, you're like, oh, trolley. No, I, I knew enough about him. I mean, it wasn't like I know nothing about Fred Rogers. Right. But uh, So but what did you think about that Tom Snyder question? I thought he was an ass. Yeah. But I understand the time. Yes. That Snyder said it. What got me? What I almost stood up. What? I almost when the stood Fox up. And, News? And, you when when they had the clip of Fox, Fox yeah, News. Yeah, Fox and Friends. Yeah. 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 That's the point what where I'm like. Fox and Friends. What, what does that have to do yeah, with Mr. Rogers? It was that Rogers? morning thing blaming Mr. Rogers on all these kids that have it so easy and everybody gets a trophy and it's all Mr. Rogers' fault, blah, blah, blah. It's like, shut up. For, just shut up. Because he wanted young kids to know that they're they special the way they yeah. are, have right. self-esteem. So they that, grow up yeah. and everybody thinks they're special when they're adults. And they're, they're, yeah. you know, throw Mr. Rogers yeah. under the yeah. bus. Brian yeah. Kilmeade's hot take. Yeah. <laughs> take that, right Red Rogers. Soft ass <laughs> yeah, kids. You watch this movie about Mr. Rogers and about <laughs> love and being kind to people. Yeah. And you see that clip, you just want to punch you know, <laughs> yeah. those Fox and Friends people right in the snout. Hey, did you think of somebody when they paused for the minute? They pause for a minute and they're like, think of somebody. Yeah, I couldn't think of anybody else but me. <laughs> All right, Jim's leaving. I, Jim yeah. makes his way out in the movie. You think about someone who's been special in your life, who's helped you in your life, and then they ask all the people in, in the documentary who they thought of. And, of course, Jim thought of himself. So, <laughs> Mr. Pinkman, what's the prize? It's a pair of tickets to see Orlando City take on NYCFC at the Orlando City Stadium on July 26th. That's this week at 8 p.m. This Thursday. It's a weeknight game. It's this Thursday. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, my yeah. lovely bride singing the national anthem. Nice lady. You can go to realradio.fm keyword tickets if you want to get some tickets to go see that. That's happening this week. This category is about something else happening this week. Let's get Todd on board and find out what it is. How you doing, Todd? I'm doing good. Category submitted by Brad, co-producer for All Gaming here on the show, and it's called... Fins to the left, fins to the right. Any idea what the category is about, Todd? Uh, Beyonce? I don't know. Uh, no, it's links to sharks. Oh, of course. Because it's Shark Week. All right? All right. It's shark Week on Discovery, and uh, for some reason, uh, all news outlets, and including the show, feels a need to promote that. Um, <laughs> so here we go. It's iconic, I guess, after 30 years. Uh, it's a question about sharks. Questions about sharks. Are you ready to go, Todd? Let's go. All right, here we go in three, two, one. Land Shark Lager is available at the supermarket for around 10 bucks a six-pack, contributing to Jimmy Buffett's net worth. How much would that be, according to Forbes? $675 million. For a behind-the-scenes look at the blockbuster movie Jaws, check out the Inside Jaws podcast. By the way, when was the movie released? 1978. You can really get into it by buying a Jaws replica Discovery Shark Week pool lounge float or a shark-shaped cookie cutter with a shark adoption certificate. How much would either cost you? Same price. $250. Shaquille O'Neal is one of the celebrities featured this week. How old is Shaq? Uh, 42. How many shark bites were reported in Florida last year? 23. Time. Okay, put you on hold. Bring Jim back in. I can already feel the text coming in, uh -oh. and oh, I don't geez. care. What? Why would they text come in? 
Uh, because oh, Jim's not here not. because we mentioned the year of the movie earlier, oh, and yeah, that's yeah, a question. Yeah. But this Brad's categories remain for uh, hermetically sealed. That's true. And mm-hmm. hermetically sealed. That too. And all types of sealed until game time. Until we do, you know, we rip them open. Rip. He's back. Hello, Jim. That's Welcome so back. Wait. What's so mad? I'm still face. thinking. Oh. We just opened the category. Uh-huh. <laughs> what are you thinking about? Oh, yeah. I got you. Yourself. Who who played an important role in, in your success? I did take that when he did that. And I go. Mm. <laughs> mm. <laughs> and then I go. You can no. always say your mom. That's who I, I came up with for me. No. Oh, I thought you were talking about me. Oh, Fred Rogers, take a minute and just think about those. He was, he was uh, giving a graduation speech and just uh, talking to the graduates. Say, just take that one minute, just one minute, mm-hmm. and think about those people who who helped make you a success. Really played in a very important role in who you are today. Yeah, <laughs> and all you could come up with was yourself. Some names popped up, and then I said, <laughs> eh, no, <laughs> no." No. Yeah. What about your mother? What about my mother? You leave my mother out of this. Just saying. Why didn't you pick her? Nobody would complain if your man picks his mother. Yeah, that's who I pick. I don't care whether people. Right. You can't blame anyone. Hell with them. That helped you. Your mother's a safe bet. I think she played some role in your development. Mister Rogers didn't hold a gun to my head. I didn't have to answer to Mister Rogers. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Except he did uh, live on Nantucket in the summer for 38 years. I found that out. Uh huh. Maybe near Sconset. Uh, never mind. <laughs> I get it. It's down the road from Sankety Head Lighthouse. Oh, I uh, love Sankety Head. Yeah. You guys ready? Yeah. Ready. Sure ready? Uh, Brad sent the category. Jim, I have to record uh, Todd's Tom. Ooh, Todd. Yeah. Ooh. Okay. Uh, we reset the clock for you. The category fins to the left, fins to the right Jimmy links mm-hmm. links to no. sharks because it's shark week oh, okay okay yeah, okay see what i can do All right. and you're right it's a you know line from jimmy buffett's mm-hmm. song you ready to go sure in three two one when shark lager is available at the supermarket for about 10 bucks a six pack contributing to jimmy buffett's net worth how much would that be according to forbes mm, 200 million For a behind-the-scenes look at the blockbuster movie Jaws, check out the Inside Jaws podcast. By the way, when was the movie released? 1975. You can really get into it by buying a Jaws replica Discovery Shark Week pool lounge float or a shark-shaped cookie cutter with a shark adoption certificate. How much would either cost you? That'd be uh, $24.95. Shaquille O'Neal is one of the celebrities featured this week. How old is Shaq? 44. How many shark bites were reported in Florida last year? 12. Time. Hey. What do you think? I think you were kind of slow. Actually. Oh, it is 72 and 28. (laughs) I'm adding five seconds to your time unless you're man enough to add more. I'm not man enough. Okay. Mark that. (laughs) All right. (laughs) We have your answers. You're playing against Todd. Thanks to Brad for the category. By the way, there were six reported shark bites in Florida this year. Already? Yeah, we'll see about last year. Mm -hmm. But first, it's Jimmy Buffett's net worth. Oh, what did you say? Shark bites or shark attacks? Shark bites. Bites. Oh, missed that one. 
the song Fins came out in 79. That's where you have the line, Fins to the left, Fins to the right. The big uh, sing-along yeah. uh, thing in his concerts. Girl from Minnesota, I believe. Oh, yeah. yeah uh, I came down here because it was nice and warm. Oh, I tell you, like oh, they huh. all do. And then they put the bikini on. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, then you're talking. Jimmy Buffett's done well for himself. <laughs> What's his nice. net worth, Todd said? Six hundred seventy-five million. <laughs> What's he thinking, Jim? Two hundred million. Yeah, he's closer. Five hundred fifty million. Oh Jeez, man, my Todd gets the point. Five hundred fifty million. Go, Todd. Killed the keys, and now he's worth five. Worth, uh, yeah. uh, come on, come on, Buffett. Uh, Peter Benchley wrote the novel Jaws in '74, but when did the movie come out? The he's movie. the uh, television interviewer in that movie. In that, uh, he's the reporter, television reporter in that movie. Jaws. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, for One the movie the spectacles. Todd said. 78. Jim. 75. Yeah, well, 75. We yeah, whatever. Painted it unclean. Yeah, people are complaining. Yeah. Why? Because I'm complaining. Talked about it. Well, before. you mentioned well, it earlier. questions came in before yeah. I talked about it. Yeah, and they were sealed, so we don't know. And unless I'm going to make up a new one, like how many uh, shark bites in Florida this year, mm-hmm. you would say. Oh, I forgot. No, the next. <laughs> forgot already. Oh, what? <laughs> so let's get back to the game. Um, so you can either have for the same price, the low, yeah. low price, the Jaws replica Discovery Shark Week pool lounge float, uh-huh. or you could get shark shaped cookie cutter with a shark adoption certificate. Now, what are they running for? Todd said two fifty, two hundred fifty dollars. Jim, twenty four ninety five, thirty bucks. Jim is closer. Jim leads three to one. Better pick it up. Uh huh. Uh huh. You could get uh. Shark, who goes to their leggings for 25 bucks? Oh, that's... How about <laughs> Shaquille O'Neal joining Ronda Rousey and Gronk also featured this week on Shark Week? Uh-huh. How old is Shaquille O'Neal? Todd said... 42. Jim... 44. 46. Jim is closer. You're he finished. gets that point. You're finished. Well, let's see how many shark bites in Florida What's this year. Short bite. Four, four to one. Four to one. How many I'll make shark... it. I'll, I'll, I'll... Oh, no, no, I'm not going go, go that ahead. far. Go ahead. I was I was going to say, if he gets it right on the money, yeah. even though he'd be behind at points, he'd win the game. I'll give him the game. I'd get the victory, though, on paper. Mm. If he gets it right on the money, yeah, he gets a prize. Okay. Deal. I don't remember what his answer was. Me okay. neither. <gasps> um, so how many shark bites were reported in Florida last year? Moira, Todd said... 23. <gasps> oh, my God. Jim said... 12. 31. Todd gets the point. Not Jim enough. wins the game. Sorry, Todd. Sorry, sorry, sorry. It's Are a you sorry really? state You're of sorry. affairs. It's You're another really win for me. I am the champion. I am the greatest. I will whoop I can't lose. Close only counts in horseshoes, hand grenades, and closest to the pin. I win. Is there no one on this planet to even challenge me? It's <laughs> all a scary movie. Hmm. Did you watch it from start to finish or just bits and pieces? <coughs> Most of it start to finish. Mm-hmm. No, not from the start. Maybe well, 20 minutes into it, and then I caught it. And mm-hmm. But it was on one of those channels that they have commercial interruptions. So, so you, you kept know. going yeah. back. And, and it's amazing. Like, and I think I mentioned, I have the DVDs, never watched the DVD, but it, when it was on television that 4th of July weekend, yeah. they're on the boat, I start watching it, and then the commercial break, and then I'm waiting for it. It's like... <laughs> When, I could have just popped uh, in the DVD. When John Williams uh, started playing the score for Spielberg, Spielberg started laughing. Yeah. He thought it was a joke. God, uh, da, da. And now Spielberg says 50% of the success of that movie came from da, Williams' da, score. Da, da. Uh-huh. That opening scene, 
Ja. I'm scared just thinking about it. Has any movie had a bigger effect on a populace when it comes to people and their fear of the water and fear of sharks than that movie did? No. What? What other movie? Deep Blue Sea starring Samuel L. Jackson and L.O. Cool J. I don't even think I've ever seen that. Go sit in the corner. I'm already you're, in the corner. You're, in you're a not time my out. dad. You're in a timeout. No. no, it has to be as people big, would a people, you have to, people well, would not go in the water after that movie. They'd go to the beach, but they were not going in the water. Mo mentioned it. That's it the movie. That's the movie yeah. that coined the phrase blockbuster. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking after watching that movie, probably when the movie came out, Shark Experts and Specialists, they probably go, "Thanks a lot. This is the you know." Terrible. But then I wonder whether it turned around because it drew more attention. Hey. It's a movie, but you have to realize the truth about sharks. Yeah. I think it took a while, but uh, certainly if just watching Shark Week, Shark Week has changed over the years. First, it was, you know, just let's go look at the man eaters. And then it became much more scientific and, and advanced and, and sophisticated. What celebrity can we put in this cage? You ever seen a shark? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Outside of an aquarium? Oh, yeah. Mm, I've only no. seen one. I was scuba diving. Something no, you shouldn't two. do. You what? shouldn't scuba dive by yourself, mm-hmm. but my buddy was in the boat, and I was down, and this was at Fort Jefferson, and I saw two sharks pass me. They crisscrossed, mm-hmm. right? So I couldn't go in either direction because one of the sharks was going in that direction. I just started with my hands trying to <laughs> swim backwards. I saw one in, at night <laughs> oh, diving boy. in the Bahamas, and then when I was fishing at Playa Linda on a weekday, uh-huh. And it was just a bad day. Nobody was at the beach. And I saw the dorsal fin, probably 100 yards out, the dorsal fin come up yeah. and go, it was chasing something. Uh-huh. And then just went under like a submarine. It's like, whoa, well, that was pretty damn cool. Yeah. I've seen him in Key West when I went snorkeling. How did you there? That was a good time. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Black eyes, dull eyes. Oh, here we go. That is true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do they bite you and then their eyes roll back in their way? <laughs> we got some things to go over. Stephen Kramer turning a lot. You know, these everybody has a great list of things they were up to over the weekend, but Mondays are so busy that uh, many times I have to wait till Tuesday to get to them. So we'll probably have to do that today as well. Uh, Mo had a horrendous uh, heading back to yeah. Orlando from Atlanta story. I mean, it is a it is a story from hell. And this is one of the reasons why I just don't. I should, but I don't. Complain. It's every it's, time you say traveling by a air is a ass. pain in the ass. It's a gigantic pain in the ass. I always nowadays. thought you were a crazy person until last night. We'll get into that probably tomorrow, Mo, because we'll have That's more fine. time. Yep. Let's see. Uh, Tiger Woods, Sunday brunch, childhood friend. That was Mo. Pinkman boiled some eggs in his instant pot. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. At a birthday bar crawl around oh, yeah. Mills Fifty on Sunday. Yeah, good for you. That's a good time. Uh-huh. We mentioned in the news a couple hours ago that Orlando was going to decide what to do about this policy that would prohibit city employees, including police, from asking a law-abiding person's immigration status. Yeah. They un- unanimously approved it this afternoon. A lot of people were at the podium. A lot of people were testifying. People actually spilling out into the lobby of City Hall. And when they voted, there was a roaring applause throughout the building. So anybody reporting a crime or who witnesses anything criminal, if you're pulled over for non-criminal violations, 
it is a very powerful day because immigrants cannot from now on be asked in the city of Orlando. Yes. But God help you if you're in Pine Hills. If you're in the county. Because then you're unincorporated Orange County, and I don't know what the rule is. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. Now that we've all quit Facebook and started talking to each other again, you want me to sign a petition? It's a serious problem. To bring back Snickerdoodle Coffee Creamer. Facebook.com slash Real Radio Orlando. You know the thing about a shark? He's got lifeless eyes. Black eyes, like a doll's eye. Uh, he comes at you, doesn't seem to be living until he bites you. And those black eyes roll over white, and then, oh, then you hear that terrible high-pitched screaming. The ocean turns red, in spite of all the pounding and the hollering, they all come in and they rip you to pieces. Yeah. Phillips file for a Monday. One of the great cinematic scenes, I think, of all time. Classic scene. I think you can say that. Absolutely. That's a great July 4th movie. Stephen Kramer, attorney of law's with us. Kramer Law Firm, one firm for life. How you doing? Doing great. I almost wasn't here. I'm here now. Why would I? You mean you weren't here? I was going to leave town to, to to run an errand to pick up my kids from camp, but uh, I'm glad to be with you. you could leave them at camp. <laughs> Good for you. Yeah, yeah, you can't leave them yeah. there. Uh, yeah, no, I could leave early. Yeah. No, the camp is over. You That's have to pick right. them up. No. But I, I was thinking about leaving a little early. Put them no. in a box. Have UPS ship them back. Stop that. Some air holes like they a turtle. Why do I think that would be a problem? <laughs> they don't put kids in a box, Jim. I'm sorry. Well, they ought to. Be no. a hell of a lot uh, less expensive. Uh. They've got a submarine. <laughs> Elon Musk made one. No, it wasn't. And then a brouhaha ensued, and I read an article this weekend about how Elon Musk is falling apart. Falling. He should be he's falling a breakdown. apart. He's a pain oh. in the ass. He's getting, you know, he thinks he's more important than, than he really is. Stick with the rockets. Can't get that Tesla off the assembly line. Comes up with this cockamamie idea, you know, three days after, you know, get all these cave divers. You know, from around the world that have gathered in Thailand to rescue those Seals. kids, yeah, experts, and uh, and he sh- and he shows up with his three scientists or whatever. So, oh, I got this great device, you know, and it's like, no, dude, it's, it's a, a giant, it's a giant dildo is what it looks like. Oh boy! And you don't know what the hell you're talking about. They were very kind about it. That thing would have gotten stuck in a crevice. They wouldn't have been able to move it. It would have got crammed in there like a sardine can, like a tuna it's fish can. So was it altruism or was it a publicity stunt? Publicity. If it's altruism, it's I can't fault him. No, it's publicity. Number they two, they said... Mo loves Elon Musk. I do. Well, number two, they said... Look, we're going to use we're going to use protocol that we've used for years and years and years. We're going to use experience. We're going to use all that information that we have yeah. as cave divers to thank you very much. But I'll bet behind closed doors, they go, "Who's this guy? Who's this clown that shows up with the you know with the with the with the metal uh, phallic symbol?" You know, they've had more cancellations <clears throat> of the Tesla three now than they have orders. <clears throat> People are starting to lose See. money. Yeah, it's a problem. I mean, it's a problem. a problem. And then he's he's had a series of events. He had that you know phone call with investors where he had, what he said bonehead questions, something like that. Yeah, I, I'm sure he's uh, he's brilliant in his own regard. But brilliant people, they sometimes they get ahead of themselves. Mm-hmm. I, I and, like him a lot. I still actually, like him a lot. And actually, oh, be, actually begin to believe their own press. It's like, all right, we're not going to take anything away from you, but you know. You know, there's some places and uh, maybe areas of expertise you don't know anything about. 
And this yes. is what happens with people who are technologically advanced. They have sometimes believe that yeah. technology can solve everything. It, technology it, was not going to solve or bring those kids out of that cave. It's not it was just experienced them. cave divers mm-hmm. that know what they're doing and the, a protocol that they use. That was the only way to get them out. It's not just limited to people that are, you know, that are successful in technology. I mean, you, you look at people that are successful in one aspect of their life, and sometimes they tend to generalize that to other aspects of their life and where they don't have that expertise. Yeah. Or, you know, when you get a celebrity or somebody with influence and power that is surrounded by yes people and people that, you know, give them constant right. approval. Just and they combine that with being yeah. brilliant and a celebrity, and that is a, that makes it difficult one to of the down maintain po- objectivity. Down, down points, if you want to call it that, is Silicon Valley. There are too many people that think that everybody everything can be solved through technology, and I just don't happen to believe that. My good friend Bill Murphy from Fairville Megastore, I said, what's the, what's the key to your success? He said, do what you know. Yes. Do what you know. You know, don't get don't get out of your area of expertise and think, oh well, I, you know, I can send a rocket into space and bring it back on its ass end, and uh, therefore I can get these oh. kids out of a cave in Thailand. That's 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 the thinking. My my grandfather always gave me that financial advice: that invest in what you know. Mm-hmm. I think that applies yeah, as well. Invest in what you know. Do what you know. You, you know, say so, you know, we know so many people, or we've probably all know somebody who did very well in their life, in their, thing, in, and, and all then. of a sudden, I'm going to open up a restaurant. You know, I have such a ooh, damn ooh, good ooh. whatever that I know I'll be a success in the restaurant business. And invariably, mm, what happens? No. Well, that's restaurant business. I mean, that's just a recipe for disaster. Nine out of ten of those things close. No, but the point I'm trying to make, I'm they're not you. as smart as they think they are. Yes, They think, oh, I'm so smart. You know, I made a zillion dollars in this particular business over here. It has nothing to do with the restaurant business. But because I'm so damn smart and made so much money... That I can actually make this succeed. No, no. Not do what you know, and if you want to start a business that you don't know about that business, get a little bit of experience in that business, work in it for a little bit, or bring somebody else in that does have that expertise. Yeah, I think I think it was more publicity than uh, more of a publicity stunt than anything else. Or you thought, I, hey, I really got a great idea, and uh, without even checking with any, maybe he should have checked with somebody. Said, don't even bother, dude. I mean, I'm telling you right now. I thought he did. Flexible. I thought he reached yes, out to them and they said, oh yes, please bring it. Yeah, I think they were open to I it. I think they were being nice. So I for me, I still like. I think they were. I still like Elon Musk a lot. Geniuses. This is what people throughout the centuries have always said about people who are on the cutting edge, who are geniuses. You know, they always downplay them. They don't know anything. They're just barking up the wrong tree. Look at them. They're trying to do something that's avant-garde and on the edge. This guy is one of those guys. He's not a genius He's when it a, comes a to visionary. saving kids. He's a visionary, mm. but he didn't have a very good vision about getting those kids out of that cave. Well, we don't know. He didn't get the chance. That's he true. brought that thing. They was over there, and they looked at it and said, this ain't going to work. It won't get through the corners. Of course it won't. Right. You know, maybe they were just being nice. Yeah, bring it over. You know, we don't need a lot of poo-ha. We're trying to get these kids out of a cave. We're not getting to get in some kind of pissing match with this guy who's got an ego this large. Yeah, bring it over. Let's take a look at it. And being well, all right, let's get the rope line together and move the uh, move the tanks down into the cave so we can save these kids. Most, most thinking of that mile. Einstein quote that, you know, great spirits has, have always encountered violent opposition from mediocre minds. But you know, I think that's a, a. I think Jim's right, though. I mean, that that in just, this case, this this submarine particular... was not good for this particular application. But I think that there are applications where this will be, uh, you know, sort of a cutting edge technology piece that 
wanna, nobody had thought of before. I want to ask you about this, Jim. It was a t- it was a it was a barrel connected to okay. a, to to, a, to an airline. That's like people who go in an air, in an art museum and say, "I could do that." Well, why don't you then? If it's just a barrel going in a line, then why doesn't everybody already do it? Yeah, why didn't the cave divers no. think of this decades ago? Okay. They didn't think about it because, because they know it visionary. doesn't because they know yeah. it doesn't work. Uh, uh, yeah, try aside it sometime. from nope. aside right. from Elon Musk. I, I wanted to get but your take, can't Jim. Can't get the car off an assembly line. Oh, this guy God. thinks he's so damn smart. And he's got uh-huh. an ego this big. Everybody knows that. I'm not taking away from his brilliance. He's oh, been no, very SpaceX successful. Is amazing. That doesn't mean you're going to be brilliant at everything that you do and that every idea that you have. Oh, it's Elon Musk because it's Elon Musk. It's got to work. This guy can't even get the Tesla 3 off the assembly line for and me, meet the demands of the public. He, for me, he's still in my good book. But... What I want to know I'm not, is... I'm just saying, I'm just saying, sometimes, you know, we give people, uh, well, you know, it's Elon Musk. My God, Elon So what, Elon Musk? I like him still. Why hasn't the public recognized kind of the robber barons of Silicon Valley for what they are? You know, if you look at the Gilded Age, the 1890s, I mean, the, the, the public was pretty aware, you know, about the, the, the dirt and the, all the dastardly deeds of, you know, Carnegie and Rockefeller and Chase and all of these, you know, robber barons of that era. Why do you think in Silicon Valley with these, you know, the, the, these titans of industry, why there isn't the same kind of public backlash? Against people like Bezos or or there is a um, public Mark Zuckerberg. There, there is, is a is public there? backlash if you go to Where? the West Coast. To you talk to people who used to be able to live in San Francisco. You used you talk to people who used to be able to live in Oakland and get along in a in a working class neighborhood or a middle class neighborhood. You can't do that anymore. He's worth one hundred fifty billion in Oakland across the bay. You're paying three thousand dollars a month for a studio apartment for a studio apartment. And yet Why? they have because a horrible homeless Valley. problem because of Silicon Valley. You can't blame that on the guy that's been running a dry cleaner shop in San Francisco. Yeah, but that's regionally isolated. That's not everywhere. That's very regionally isolated. I'm talking about on the whole in our country. You have never seen that kind of backlash. And yet we've had these, you know, these scandals, these leaks, this data um, mining, all of these problems that have happened. And you've seen story after story for the last several years. They can't connect to it. They can't connect intellectually. They can't connect to it like they can with. Two rails going at two rails being put down on the ground, heading out west, and somebody saying, "Hey, uh, the only way that your that the railroad will come near your town is to pay me." It's 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 oh, more simple. It maybe, but I mean, somebody like Rockefeller. I mean, for everything he did, he also brought down the cost of heating oil ninety percent to make it affordable for the common man. So there's a, a argument that you know there there was at least. Some public goods served in that life saved. You know, here, I mean, what's the, where's the life saving in Twitter? Mm. Oh, I can't speak. I can't speak to Twitter. I mean, y- you can make the argument about technology and the advances in technology and the good it is for society. I'm not talking about social media platforms. I mean, there's more to Silicon Valley than Twitter and and Facebook. Yes, but when you're looking at the the most influential companies, they are Google, Facebook, Amazon. I, I I don't know. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not part of it. I think. I just didn't know if you had a thought. I, you you usually have a take on this stuff, and I was curious. I think it's bad for your brain. I've come to that conclusion. It's been bad I think for you, society. I think you might as well be snorting cocaine if you're on Twitter. <laughs> At least social media. I think social media is bad for your brain. I do. I think people become addicted to it. And they become addicted to it because the same thing that is going on with social media, especially Twitter, is going on when you snort cocaine. 
It is hitting the dopamine, the dopamine. rush. You're getting mm-hmm. a dopamine rush. Say, I'm being validated. Somebody likes me. Uh, let me see how many likes I got. I'm, am I validated in the tweet that I sent out? That's all that's going on. You're not changing anybody's mind through your tweets. Well, there's Have also you ever the tweeted trolling. anything out and gotten, oh, I, gee, I never thought about it that way. I'm going to change my mind. Nobody does that. People only send out tweets there's because they so- want something in return. So what is it that they get in return for the criticism? It's the, the attention? It's attention. Yeah. That's all that it is. Somebody's paying attention to me. I am somebody. Somebody's validating my existence by, by, by recognizing the tweet. Whether they like the tweet, whether they don't like the tweet, they are validating. That has to do with your ego. Your ego has a lot to do with the dopamine rush in your brain. It, I mean, there's no question about it anymore. Well, you about know the- what happens with social media. When you see something, it's, it's a release of, of pleasure yes. in your brain. But, you know, it, we, we don't like, I mean, I hope we don't dislike these technological industrials just because they're successful or intelligent or innovative. Like it's just, because of the ills that have not been addressed or that are developing that we never I even do, knew. I don't, I don't like using like or, or, or don't like or hate or love, you know, when it comes to these. Indiv- they're in business and they're business to make money. Some of them are in business to make the world a better place. That's all. I'm just saying as far as social media, I'm over it. You know, people want to play around on Facebook, fine. People want to play around on Twitter, fine. I just would say, just take a you know a a, a moment to realize what's going on, and, and whether it, you have better, maybe even better use of your time than uh, than spending forty five minutes on Twitter when you could be doing something else to better like yourself. Like making a dovetail joint. Mm-hmm. Do you see this, Jack? This is yeah. We posted it. We have it on the website. Uh, We're my so life proud is of now that. Complete. I married the woman of my dreams. I I have a dog that I love, and I mastered the dovetail joint by hand. What? There it is. Oh, don't bang on it. I am a little bit jealous of that. No, you're not going to break that thing. That's a that's a dovetail joint. Quality. See, you can throw it around. Hit catch. It's the Phillips file on Real Radio 104.1. You are listening to the Phillips file on Real Radio. Pony Show. It's all theater, political theater. It's Phillips File for a Monday. Stephen Kramer, attorney at law, is with us. What else is happening? So, you know, speaking of this uh, social media and technology, did you see the uh, the statement by Mark Zuckerberg recently about the Holocaust? Yeah. Well, not the Holocaust. Well, how the they're going to handle some, yeah. free speech on the platform? Uh, what What he said is that that even though he may find that speech deeply offensive. He doesn't believe that that it should be taken down and that it should essentially be a, uh, a forum, that that's not their job to act as the arbiter of what's tr- true and false. Well, he said, you know, I, I, I'm Jew- that what he said is I'm Jewish and there's people who deny the Holocaust happened. I find that deeply offensive. But at the end of the day, I don't believe our platform should take that down because I think there are things that different people get wrong. I don't I don't think that they're intentionally getting it wrong, but I think and. Et cetera, et cetera. Does Facebook take anything down as it relates to child molestation? If you had somebody who said, I represent a group that is in favor of child molestation, mm-hmm. and here are my thoughts about child, would he take it down? Would Facebook take it down? I would probably say yes. I think as a private organization, they have every right to either 
if you, let's call it publish uh, whatever they want or they deny whatever they want. They do. This is not uh, this is not a First Amendment issue per se because it doesn't involve the government. No, they're not the government. They're not bound by the First Amendment. You know, at some point in the future, we may see an argument that if they're a quasi public platform. There's been cases yeah, like that, you know, relating to malls and other kind of quasi public spaces but that's never come that's never come up yet and they are not bound by the first amendment but i think the well, argument the, the, is their argument is we're a transfer station that's all we are yeah yeah we move this over to this we're a transfer mm-hmm. station that's right and i said well, we're not going to interfere with a person's uh you know whatever they want to uh put over here we'll transfer over there that's not true i said that's simply not true if you had certain photographs, Facebook is not going to allow the transfer right. of certain photographs from point A to point B. You know those as well as I do. They're not going to let, as, as I said before, anything not that I'm saying this should be, you know, child mal- They're not going to. But all of a sudden, it's a, it's a little bit of high and mighty things about free speech and free expression. You're either in, you're either in favor of free expression and free speech or you're not. You, you know, it, it's interesting. I think the line that they've drawn there, and that's a good point you raise, about you know a, a violence against a child like that, I think they've I think they have drawn that line at at posts that call for inciting violence directly and posts that involve violence directly. But I think what they've done is they've drawn a line and said we're not going to be in the business okay. of, of censoring speech that does not is not going to result in well, eminent if violence. Was a Facebook posting about somebody not uh, calling on, I believe, and everybody should engage in child molestation, but it was simply the posting of someone, how weird and sick and whatever it was here is, you know, uh, th- these are my particular desires, and it's only about me, and I'm sharing my thoughts and my opinions as it relates to that particular, that, 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 you know. You know, it's not I, calling for any for anybody to engage in criminal activity. It's simply the thoughts mm-hmm. and the observations of one particular individual. Well, the challenge is it's it's it, not going to be. They're not going to move that. They're it's not obfuscated. Gonna... I mean, it's unclear what they would do because their policy is unclear. And you know, it it seems if if you've known anybody that's been, um, I guess, censored by Facebook or you've seen it or you've seen the articles on it, mm-hmm. it, it is unclear and it seems to be random. And it, it would behoove them to make a clearer, to take a clearer position, because even after the statement, there's more. It raises more questions than answers. And and what they've essentially said is that they're not a publication, but they're a platform, and right. they, and they're a platform for people to speak. And they don't qual- they don't screen for quality or for credentials. And people and people that are on the platform don't look at them as reliable sources or reliable screeners. But yet they're trying to also do this thing where they're trying to filter out fake news, and and, and it it seems inconsistent. It's kind of a mess. Well, there's a difference between an opinion that someone has about something as opposed to someone who says this is a fact. Well, some opinions are – some facts may be couched as opinions and vice versa. So, you know, a a good example is Sandy Hook, and that was actually one of Mark Zuckerberg's examples is – he said that there are people that believe that Sandy Hook did not occur, and and that's and that's something they're they're not going to get involved with. Okay, but there are other things they say we're not we're not going to tolerate fake news as it relates to so-called fake news. Well, that was or, part of their re- non- reassessing their algorithms so that more reliable sources were came up more often in feeds, which seems kind of it doesn't really jive with the their position now on 
on some of these other matters. Seems kind of like a mess. I think it's a gigantic mess. I don't think they know what to do. I don't think they do either. I think that I think this is another example of technology getting away. I mean, it moves so fast uh, that they were unprepared for it. It just moves. It just it just moves faster than they can keep up with. It. I can it's tell a you, standard thing about a corporation gets bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. The bigger the corporation, the slower it moves. I, I can tell you. I, I mean, I tend to agree with you that generally more speech is better, and generally. And generally, the the truth and facts will win out ultimately. I mean, at least in a free society, and that's part of the argument in favor of of the First Amendment, in favor of free speech. And there there is this idea that that when you start censoring some portions of speech, it's kind of a very slippery slope, and that that you you can actually get censorship envy. So what happens is other groups go. And other and other parties go well. Why aren't you censoring the speech that affects me? What you have to, what people need to learn is the difference between a company or a corporation censoring something and the government censoring something. The government censoring something is essentially a violation of the First Amendment. Uh, private company or corporation censoring something is their right and their privilege, and we have to come to some kind of determination about what Facebook is. There's a, there's a world of difference between the government saying you can't say that or you can't express that or you can't publish that. That is that that is a clear violation of the First Amendment and one's right, a citizen's right in this country to express themselves, especially when it comes to something of a political nature or something to say about the government. The, the challenge, but, though, is in the future, you know, that 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 First Amendment is very relevant when the discussions happened in the public square. The point that, but, I'm, tr- the point that I'm trying to make is people misuse censorship and and their first amendment rights most people don't know what their first what a first amendment is all about most people is oh well, i got my right to speak my piece at my place of work and they're violating my first yeah. amendment and they don't know what the hell they're talking about they, they just most people just have no idea what they're talking about when it comes to free expression you have every right to get down to the court of third and main on your soapbox and speak your mind without being shut down by the government that is your right as a citizen but to do so in the coffee room of your company and your corporation, you do not have a right to do that. And the company can fire you and you have no legal recourse. Yes. Th- those are... That's after one semester in law school. <laughs> uh, I think you're right. I think many people misinterpret... I may go back. What? To law school? Yeah, when you retire? I've thought about it. You know, employees do have some First Amendment rights at work. I mean, it, but it could get very nuanced. And I think you're right that on the whole... That on the whole, people really misinterpret where their First Amendment rights lie. Very, very much so. But the very issue is going to be so. in the future that you know historically, you went to the public Back square and interfering my, with my constitutional right of free speech. Well, okay, but you're still fired. <laughs> I mean, that's right. Yeah, sorry to sorry to break the news to you, but you know, security will escort you to your, to the door, mm-hmm. and you can express your opinion to the security guard all you want. Of course, you know, like I said, so we did it in public before. We had discussions in public. People ran into each other and talked. Now that we've moved into more of the cyber world, there's an argument that if you if you have companies like Facebook engage in extensive censorship, which they haven't done yet, yeah. hypothetically, then what happens to our free society? If that's where everybody gets their information, if that's where everybody exchanges ideas and that's censored, what happens to our free society? What lousy movie did you see over the weekend? Uh. How do you know it was a lousy movie? Because he always watches. You, but it's not oh, a lousy, but a B-rated movie. That's not true. Well, what'd you say? Tell me what you saw. I watched. On, tell me. Sharp Objects. Are you watching that? I can't stand it. 
How many episodes did you get in? I didn't get through the first one. It's dark. I got through 30 minutes and said, sorry, this is not working for me. It's dark and slow. It's too slow. I'm in too deep And now. I love Amy Adams. Me too. But this is not working for me. Ah. Right. Have you, you watched watching it? Jerk? I have not. No, I finished Glow over the weekend. Oh, man, that's amazing. I'm a four, great show. Four or five episodes into the second season. It is a terrific show. Yeah. Jim, I'm in oh, too deep for sharp objects. I can't get out now. <laughs> I got to know. Nah. It's like where I was with True Detective Season 2. It's the same thing. I couldn't get out. I can't get out now. <laughs> well, Jim doesn't have that problem. Jim can turn off a movie with five minutes left if... You know, just I've see, done it with a book. I'll for, do it with a book. For that with a book. Put it down with five minutes to go. Actually, I did that with George R. Martin. At the end, I said, yeah. I can't believe I read this piece of crap. I can't believe that I read 275 pages. i got 10 pages to go. I'll show you, and I'll close it and put it aside. I've I did watch that. a bad movie this weekend. You're right. What? I watched Justice League. Mm. You guys I see heard, that? I heard it was bad. Oof. <laughs> Not a compelling bad guy. you got to have a compelling bad guy. That's the first that thing. That makes the movie. The bad right? guy of makes course. the movie. Yeah. He of was course. so generic. So generic. And they had the weird CGI on uh, on Henry, on Superman's mustache because he couldn't shave the mustache for some movie. So they spent $25 million making this mustache go away. And it's like, yeah. oh. <laughs> you know the actress who plays, uh, who plays, um, she's the blonde, one of the lead actresses on Glow? Yeah, uh, yeah, I know the the Liberty. What has she Liberty done? Bell. She's and she has not anything else. That no, I'm she aware was of. on Nurse uh, Nurse Jackie. Or you go to IMDb. I don't know whether she has any. You don't need to do that, Mister Kramer. We have but I don't think there's any. I don't think there's much of a background on her. I think she did Nurse Jackie or something. Not Edie Falco. She was Somebody in else? Masters no. of Sex. Oh, was Ooh. she? Yes. She was Doctor Nancy Laveau. Anything else? Uh, Nurse Jackie Kramer yeah. was right. You like her? Yeah, I do. I think she. I mean, I think she's very good on the program. How many episodes in the Glow are you? Season two, five, four or five. Oh, you missed her full nude scene, then. Oh boy, that that's something to look wow, forward spoiler to. Spoiler alert! Yeah. Why is that a spoiler? To? Because <laughs> I haven't watched it yet. How is that spoiling? Well, I saw her in the episode when she's in her underwear. <laughs> Surprise! Yeah. No, there's a there's a Easy. shower scene. That's fine. Wow, double yeah. spoiler It's like, alert. whatever, you know. <laughs> well, they're showing the locker room thing. God, I mean, you guys are, you know, I've seen my fair share of boobs over the years. I mean, it's not like, it's always oh, nice my God, when you're oh, surprised. my God, it's a naked woman. Oh, my God, what am I going to do with myself? When you are enjoying a show <laughs> and it's a good show and then they give you that, that's just like sprinkles. Yeah. Oh, True boy. Detective Season 1. Yeah, McConaughey's boobs in that. Pretty oh, good. Yeah, it's just like, <laughs> okay. What? It's bonus. We know you got to pretend like you don't care. Your wife is listening. No, but I'm not. No. You'll enjoy it. It's fine. It's okay. But I mean, you guys, it's like you're, you know, you're sporting. Who's, you know what? what about when you? you see them, when it's, oh my god, oh geez, oh god, didn't you see the nude scene? Did you see the chopper scene? Oh my, it's like guys, seriously. Well, I can tell you. I don't think I'm giddy or anything. Other... I'm just saying it matter of fact. Yeah, it just sounds a little naive to me sometimes. I, I saw I mean, last guys... night, and I didn't have a physiological reaction as you suggest. Yeah, I'm, I'm just, not like I'm not yeah. getting giddy just, over it or anything. I'm just saying, I'm just saying okay. that I happened. Enjoyed okay. it. Yeah, I said it's something to look forward to. Yeah, you almost came out of your seat when you were talking about. It. Oh my god! You said it's just a little bonus. Like a jack on the jack on the box. I said bonus. It's like boing. Ding 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 ding. ding. Uh, oh my goodness! It's such a treat to work here. It's just you know what, Mo is. <laughs> 
You know, it's really <laughs> dedication rooms. to reality. If you're going to film a show where they're in locker room and they're, you know, wrestling show, it's just something that happens. It's like being in a locker room. I'm stating it. Matter of fact, I'm not getting giddy here. Yeah, if it was yeah. the men's locker room, you'd see a wiener. Thank mm. you. No, I don't know. I don't think do. so. They all don't right. No, they do. Uh, the, all, the, all the HBO shows and the pay channel shows, that's like the new thing is male nudity. Yeah. Yeah. Not interested. Oh. Oh, yeah. Oh. Hey, I've seen more male duty than you. I went to military school. Mark that. I went to military school. You know, after a while, what's the, you know, what's the big deal? Yeah, but oh, it's like God. sprinkles. What's up? What? What? It's like Jack said. Sometimes. Can I get the cricket sound? Yes, whatever. I'm watching a show you would absolutely have no interest in what whatsoever. <laughs> Tell but me Jack that. Might. What's that? You got Pinkman might. Rick and Morty, I love it. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, it's hilarious. I've seen Rick and Morty. It's okay. It's okay. Just yeah. okay. Yeah, it's all right. All right. Okay. That's right. Hey, that's good. That's a passing grade. Yeah. yeah. Usually I'm, it's like, oh, that's so dumb. Why are you watching those crappy movies? <laughs> I'm shocked you checked it out. I've, yeah, yeah. I've seen an episode. It's like, yeah, it's okay. It's fine. But it's, I'm not locked into it. You know, when you're a movie buff, it's not that I like bad movies. It's not that I only like good movies or film school movies. It's that I like what's many fa- movies because I'm fa- a film buff. What's your favorite cult movie? Cult. I mean, the, come on. There's so many. I like John Waters movies. I like uh, Rocky Horror. I like uh, movie, the Highlander. Movie. I give like me a, a movie. Uh, give me a movie. Just one. Well, give me a couple of movies. A it cult just, movies. Oh. I, I mean, uh, Big Lebowski. Big Lebowski. Big Lebowski. Is a cult movie. That's a, That's a great one. Yeah, one of my loves, very favorites. Yeah, everybody loves the Big Lebowski. I like all the Wes Anderson movies. All of them. Okay. Just wonder. Yeah. Rushmore or, or Royal Tenenbaums. I love them. What about a movie that was just a regular movie or maybe didn't get a lot of attention? Now it's a cult movie. Uh, what are you thinking of? Highlander. Uh, Escape oh, from New York. I was thinking of the dog show one. Escape from New York might be kind of a cult movie. It has a yeah. certain following. It has yeah. a hardcore certain following. Big Isn't the dog show China. one, you know, that I like so yeah, much? Yeah, oh, yeah, probably. the Chris Everybody movies. loves that movie. Huh? Waiting for Guffman or Best in Show. Those yeah, are I don't think it's cult. I think the, I don't, that's a cult movie. No, I don't Spinal think it's Tap cult. is cult. That's a cult movie, and that's one of my very favorites. I think Spinal Tap used to be cult, and now it's kind of moved. It's got a wider general audience. You think? I do. It did get kind of bigger. Yeah, but it's always been one of mine. I've got like every okay. edition that right. there's ever okay. been of that. Right. Go uh, back, go back to your Facebook. Bragger. No, it doesn't. Thank you. Well, yeah, bragging. Thank you. Ooh, was that voice, man? You really bragging. dug deep down yeah. there for that one. Bragging. <laughs> yeah, it's real deep down here. Thank you, Stephen yeah. Kramer, Journey Lux, the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. Check out the news. Here's Big Daddy. Thank you, Big Jim Weasel. An aspiring prophet was arrested in Ethiopia after he attempted and failed to bring a dead body back to life. Great. Now he's in jail and Lazarus is still just sitting there doing nothing. Next, Papa John's is worried that Papa John will try to take over the company. Better ingredients. Better mutiny. Papa John's. Finally, a 13-year-old boy in England had to go to court for assault after he shot a French fry out of a straw and it hit a woman. Boy mate silly little bugger pitched a chip at me he did nearly went blind I did. Headlines were brought to you by the free iHeartRadio app. Alexa, play Real Radio 104.1 on iHeartRadio. And transmission. Call now for person, place, or thing. 407-916-1041. You're listening to The Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1.
Jack, did you watch CBS Sunday Morning yesterday? I only got parts of it. Did you watch the piece on the Goo Goo Dolls? Uh, I only saw the first couple minutes. I didn't have any interest. The yeah. band? Yeah, the they're girls? doing a Broadway yeah, play. Yeah, mm. like, no. <laughs> yeah. What's up? They did a piece on Billy Joel. Yes. Yeah. The one... Um, Ooh, he's getting... Well, you know. Get so, older, you pack it on. 70, yes. Yeah, I'm about wow. to jump from... I stream television now. I don't. I cut the cord, right? So um, with CBS, I get that over the air. Mm. So it comes in beautifully, yeah. but you can't record it. And it's... Oh. You have to yeah. go back a while before you remember watching TV. That's if, true. If you missed it, you missed it kind of deal. Mm-hmm. Like... There's no oh pause. I'm gonna go right. to the bathroom yes, and get yes, something yes. to eat and no. come back Mm-mm. or watch it later. You gotta watch it when it happens. But I'm gonna try YouTube TV next. We're still uh, hoping for the best and the brightest as it relates to the Orlando uh, Orlando City. Oh boy, <laughs> it's gonna hard turn to be... around. I'm telling you, it's gonna turn around. Hard it's gonna to turn be around. a fan. So, hard to be it's a gonna fan. turn around. But I don't think it's hard to be a fan of Orlando City after that last match. I think it's hard to be a fan of the MLS if. Yeah, well, that's probably that's right. the yeah. type of officiating. Mm-hmm. When you have video instant replay, use it. Use it. No, exactly. they didn't, though, huh? I I got Ooh. texts uh, all through the game. We're up at one nothing at halftime. We're up two to one. Only ten minutes to go. We're going on to victory. Ten minutes is like an eternity with this team, yeah. and they uh, somehow managed to fizzle out that lead and, and lose three to two. And, and if you're blaming the refs for a loss, you're losing, right? Right. It, well, that's it, what just, they say. The only matter. insurance against bad calls yeah. is scoring more goals. Thank you. Just score enough goals where bad calls mm-hmm. won't hurt you, but the refs cost in that game because they suck. Well, <laughs> but when Adrian Heath would complain about the refs, we said, oh, that's kind of cheese ball. When Jason Christ would complain about the refs, it would be like, let's not go there. Like, how about put out some, you know, 11 guys but who know what to you do? You can expect... Uh, 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 Company CEO uh, or CEE Alex Alex, yeah. uh, Alex Lito mm-hmm. uh, probably will be fined for his tweet. What did he say? Oh, oh, they stink or worse? No, yeah, I think he called oh, them. Incompet- that's been a complaint for a long time, he not just by Orlando City, but yeah. by All across the board. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean their their uh, refing uh, refereeing is not. Uh, it's so unpredictable. It's not on the same too. par as the play. No. The play's gotten mm-hmm. better and better and better in MLS. Okay, There's but, no question mm-hmm. about that. But the refereeing, uh, according to many, mm-hmm. at least from what I gather, and yeah. I'm such an expert, of course, of yeah. course. is not. <laughs> Has not but kept up with it. What you will say is it's no La Liga. I know Dom no, Dwyer. It the, yeah. No, well, it no. isn't. It's, it's uh, no Bundesliga. The play's not La Liga. Jack, and, the, and the refereeing's not La Liga no, or Bundesliga no or EPL. And EPL, no, by the way, not. new season starts second week, I believe, no. of August. Thank no. God. Let's play some person, place, or thing. Oh, there's oh, some, there's oh some. I feel so good about oh, this. I feel so oh, relaxed. Yeah. Now, you? Yeah. What's the prize, Mr. Pinkman? A four-pack of tickets to the Kennedy Space Center. That is the only destination in the universe where you can touch moon rock, stand nose-to-nose with the real deal space shuttle Atlantis, meet a NASA astronaut, and glimpse into the future of space exploration. You can find out more at, at kennedyspacecenter.com. All right, Rick, you're first up, buddy. Pick a person, a place, or a thing. Uh, person. Let's go with the person. Thanks to Brad for the category. Thank Thanks, you, Brad. Clue number one, this person of Jewish descent was born to a nursery school teacher and an electrical engineer. Hmm. This person does have a connection to Orlando. Oh, um, Not me. <laughs> dang. Uh, John Glenn. John Glenn. That's your final answer? 
Yeah. I don't, know. I don't think John Quinn. I don't think yes. he's one of ours, but oh, good try, though. Our Robert Quinn, number two, Robert, this Cosby Show alum, made his film debut in Going Overboard in 1989. What? Really? This Cosby Show alum. Wow made his film debut in Going Overboard, the movie Going Overboard in 1989. Oh, man. There's oh, an Orlando... Orlando Connection. Kurt Russell. Good guess. Here's Mark Klinenberg, uh, three. Mark, he was discovered by comedian Dennis Miller, which led to a gig on Saturday Night Live. Oh, Jim when Harry met Sally. Uh-oh. You never saw that? I saw the movie, but I I saw the movie, but I don't remember this person being in it. Not to say he wasn't. He may have been. I don't remember. I can't even think of his name, but that's what I'm thinking it is. Think of Orlando. Yeah. Um, Think of Orlando and think of football. There's football in Orlando now? Now think of Orlando and think of football and think of this person. He was discovered by comedian Dennis Miller, which led to a gig on Saturday Night Live. Oh, boy. oh I get it. Do you? Yeah. Thank uh, you. Billy Crystal. Billy Crystal. Billy Crystal. That's your final answer. That's yeah. not Billy Crystal. All right, moving right along. Here is uh, Nathan. I'll give you two clues, Nathan, if you need them. His Hollywood films have grossed over $2 billion at the box office and feature many of his friends. Oh. Oh, uh, Adam Sandler. Adam Sandler, you say? That's your final answer? Final answer. Yeah, baby. Hey, Adam Sandler. <laughs> oh, really? I thought it was David Schwimmer. Waterboy. Oh, when you Orlando. said, when you said friends, all I could think of was friends, and yeah. I thought David Schwimmer. Was Andrew the Sandman. He is the funny man behind Happy Madison Productions. So here's the tweet from Alex oh. Latow. Oh, yeah. Uh, the say. guy in charge of Orlando City. Yeah. Uh, this is an absurd, I am sorry, but there's no explanation for this one. Nobody can be so incompetent. Oh, hard oh. to be an insane, uh, hard to be an insane pressure. I think he wrote it in Portuguese and then just hit translate. Um, work hard to recover, breathe again, see something like that happens. Very frustrating. This will turn around. It's all going to turn around. Hope springs eternal. Thursday night, we're going to really turn it out. You can be so a we'll fan see. or you can be a neutral. Mm-hmm. I'm a fan. Let's go fan. Thursday Some night, days baby. It's not easy to be a fan. That's all I'm saying. I got to leave the, the drama. I got to catch the anthem singer. <laughs> That's the ups and downs. That's I know. <laughs> It'll be okay. It's going mm. to be okay. Good show today. Thank you very much. Let's get out of here. Thanks to Wanzi and Doug for coming by for a Monday movie review. Thanks to Stephen Kramer, Kramer Law Firm, for showing up as well. We're back tomorrow at 3, right after Sean. He's the news junkie with Sabrina and C-Lane. They follow the monsters in the morning. Tom and Dan are next. So, tonight, eat dessert first. Grin like a dog. Wander aimlessly. Pound your conk as often as you can. Buy your books with cash and eat some ants. Bye-bye and take care. Good night, Penny. Good night, Will. Remember, brush your teeth.